Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Stephen Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 11, Episode 1, Pyramids of Antarctica. which the old Chadris <laughs> had helped me express. You have uh, literal meat tubes now in your house. Thanks to your new meat grinder and sausage <laughs> uh, maker party. Okay, we'll go back to normal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I received the grinder. Yeah. Now, for... did you did you put one of the, did you fill it with some meat and put it between your cheeks to see what it would feel like to have a prolapse, a pain-free prolapse. Exactly. I yeah. inserted the tube yeah. with the hog casing, right. uh, knotted off, yeah. let it just go to town. Because I got the pedal, so I can right. just pedal to the metal, <laughs> don't need to do anything, set it and forget it, yep. and just fill my <laughs> All asshole All the infomercial <laughs> quotes. Yeah. Fill Bones. your asshole yeah. with your own ground beef so you can feel what a prolapse feels like, or a man's boner. <laughs> It's just an infomercial for dildos. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever want to feel like shitting but going back in? Stick this up your asshole. <laughs> the ground meat will absorb right in. Don't worry, your bat, <laughs> your gut biome is going to take care of all uh, this evil bacteria that's been building up yeah. inside this hog that casing. Small penguin creature in yeah. that ice pyramid. <laughs> Remember when you met him ten years ago, but it feels like just ten minutes ago? <laughs> that's because you've traveled, my friend, quite a bit. Um, Do you imagine that you host a podcast about ancient aliens, <laughs> and it actually is doing not terrible? <laughs> if well, so, you're simply succumbing to the side effects of this ground beef filled <laughs> prolapse going this, inside your ass. <laughs> this hallucinogen. Yeah. Hallucinogen. <laughs> yeah. I'm a hallucinogen. I'm not all the way in, yeah. but just kind of there. Yeah. You know. Um, but anyways, yeah. So got the old meat grinder, yeah. did a test run. Mm -hmm. So pretty much the only two types of casing you can get are hog and lamb. Mm -hmm. Hog are for normal sausage. Lamb are going to be a little bit smaller. Yeah. Then you can get synthetic casing which is like veggie based but you yeah. can't actually cook those right. apparently i don't know the kind like on like dried salamis and things where yeah they're like super <laughs> thick and they're like no one's colon is the size of a mortadella right. mortadella mortadella yeah right that's like right. has a gut that big yeah. so those 
huge, like, you know, <laughs> five-inch diameter sausages. Right. That's like a veggie synthetic yeah. They're not killing... Casing. The Italians weren't... The Italians yeah. weren't <laughs> killing elephants to uh, encase their sausages. Yes. Or my <laughs> uncle from yeah. all of his impacted colon problems. Yeah. Impacted Italians. Yes. My favorite... And that's where the giants come into play. And it's only getting bigger. (laughs) And their elongated heads are only getting bigger. Are only growing. (laughs) (laughs) Like the retarded people. They are. Oh, shit. (laughs) Um, Uh. But anyways, yeah. So <laughs> been listening to a lot of Somewhere in the Sky. Sorry, recently. sorry. Well, we didn't have to say that to her. <laughs> so Joey and I get obsessed with impersonations, and then we just like go down a path with it, path yeah. with it, path yeah. with it. Oh, there's this guy a path with it, and exactly. we go down on a path oh, with it. Yes. <laughs> just walking a leisurely Saturday stroll yeah. with his wiener. Uh, real quick, back to the again, like we said last week, assuming Ryan Sprague's listening to every episode of or the someone show, reaches out. Yeah. You know. Uh, we always make people fun of people we love. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh, just go down and turn a, a voice into a character exactly. in and of itself. But yeah. uh, Howard Stern style. Yeah. No, I was going to so. ask back to the sausage casing. Yeah. Do you think that when in old crime movies and stuff, you say, "Oh, he's casing the joint." Do you think right. they were going to a house and covering it with sausage casing for some reason? Um, they were probably jamming it down the tubes to see what kind of uh, you know waste they were throwing away down their drains mm. so they're using that to really that suck up all the evidence there or if it w- if they were criminals they could be seeing if they were wasting a lot of expensive things they go oh this is a rich person exactly house. yeah yeah their hair is definitely conditioned right. we should hit this joint i think that's a deleted scene from home alone it shows yeah. harry and marv going up to the rain gutters and just putting those sausage casings yeah. because they called they were just condoms but they called them sausage casings because yeah. it's a family movie exactly and at <laughs> one point uh <laughs> Kevin McAllister GMs a pull up his ass yeah, and yeah. prolapsing. He's like, I'll show you casein. Right. And then just uh, force prolapse at me. Hey, guys, I'm talking to that demon yeah. penguin. <laughs> you better come and pound me. <laughs> better come and get in on some of this hot action. You better come out and pound me, <laughs> yeah. is a, li- a real line from that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a direct quote. And that's a true story. Yeah. And that's what's uh, real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the hog casein. Uh, comes sal- packed in salt because you're like, shouldn't this be refrigerated? It's like, no, it's vacuum sealed, right. packed in salt. They even say you can repack it in salt. Yeah, and you don't even really need to refrigerate it. Mm. Apparently, which I probably I didn't. I don't trust. I'm just going to buy another pack. They're like seven bucks. Yeah, because the salt um, would technically kind of mummify, it, like like keep it right, from getting right. moist. It's like a like a yeah, desiccate packet it yeah. in some consumer product, right? Like some kind of yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you have to like wash the salt off. Yeah. and then let them soak. In hot water for a couple hours, or if you're doing like room temperature to cold water, it's like yeah. for a day or something. Oh, weird. They smell disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I have my pork casing soaking. <laughs> yeah. Because then you soak them, then you activate them. Then you have to rinse them. So you put them uh-huh. under the sink water mm-hmm. and like run it through because it's literally part of an intestine. Yeah. Uh, and it's literally playing the tuba version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer like in Christmas Vacation when Cousin Eddie is out there yeah. emptying the... <laughs> but you're just fucking washing condoms off exactly. in your sink yes. and your neighbor is going, what the fuck is that disgusting man? Yes. Uh, but Vanny once says, how's it going, Steve and Joey? We'll get there later. Yeah. We're uh, not at the segment yet, but... Bobby- and he says, sausage making is the bottom feeding of the butcher world. <laughs> Which, apparently I've heard people say sausage is one of the toughest things to make right. in the butchering world, but Mandy, so I challenge Cause, you. Because like, the meat But part... it is what you use with the leftovers. Right. But you can... It's 
that was like shitty sausage and hot dogs back in right. the day. Now it's become an artisan thing. Right, of, of course. Like high-grade meats, high-grade quality, not just leftover parts, like yeah. actual, not full-on prime cuts, but yeah. fattier cuts. That yeah, yeah. Would, like, because what I use was a flat, so the brisket has two parts, a flat and a point. Mm-hmm. I got a trimmed flat, and then I had my own saved fat for my other trimmings. Mm-hmm. You run a 70-30 split there, meat protein to a fat mm-hmm. uh ground that all up mm-hmm. round, ran it through the grinder twice yep. then added the seasoning let that chill for a couple hours while the casing soak mm-hmm. came back in there then you put the stuffer attachment on uh-huh. same machine uh pack that shit down run it through i probably use like this is where the the uh those clown balloons kind of come in that where it's like they're the, the meat same shooting thing. into the condoms yeah, right exactly like uh <laughs> someone you, you know yeah, like I'm my get that clown that would shoot his meat <laughs> into the condom <laughs> yeah well he you know also left his his spray that's the kid's mom talking exactly. about yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah why I we will. both talk like this you're my I son i love you my genes are strong but they're weak for him uh uh, yeah, so uh, I just I had sex with the hockey <laughs> scenes. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it, it is the thing with like the balloon animals where yeah. it like shoots out, one, but you let it go all the way. Yeah, I couldn't think of balloon animals. I like said clown <laughs> balloon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you let it go all the way, then you tie off the end, then you go through, and then you do the twist thing of like mm. however big you want the links Come to on, be. baby. <laughs> how big you want these links? <laughs> Shoot uh, my meat into your casing. <laughs> Uh, I tried one of those tonight, leftover. Yes, uh, and that was like a nine and a half out of ten. That was oh, wow. delicious. Oh, I wow. thought. So Gorsh Jorner said a little dry, which I think some of them were dry because I smoked them. They got mm-hmm. to temperature way faster than I thought. Right. Couple started splitting, so I did the thing where I poked them. Right. Where you're not actually supposed to do that when you smoke them. So I don't. Yeah. I think the, the poking, the, the smoking, smoke and, poke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the barbecuing to reheat them. Mm-hmm. Some of them got. A little more dried out because the one I had today at lunch as a reheat, yeah, tasted fine. Yeah, because this one I think maybe because it was reheated, it got you know yeah. steamed in the microwave a little right, bit and right, stuff right. too. But uh, because most of the time, most beef sausages, yeah, are the Hickory Farm style dried like spice summer sausages. They're not right, usually right. just a sausage with raw beef, beef in it of, that you yeah. cook. Right, it's always a pork or cook. well, I guess the veal sausages. It's beef too, but it's veal. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's also a finer grade. Like the not work right. knack worst is like a really like tight hold mm-hmm. sausage, uh, yeah, which almost super, like a puree kind of. Exactly, it's like it's like a boiled pate that's right, right. taken form. Yeah, which with this grinder, I can make my own beef patties now. I can make that oh, book yeah. I got has pates in there. Mm. Make a meatball. <laughs> I can make patties and pates. Pate, <laughs> yeah. When you're down here in La Ronge County, manyes. we make hamburger pâtés. Yeah, pâté manyes yeah. of the Doug Yalls. You could make hamburger pâtés where it's just cheap yeah. buns, sesame buns with <laughs> My buns. really expensive like brisket pâté on exactly. there. And it probably wouldn't be bad. No, or tri-tip. Mm. Um, Is that an electric grinder? Or oh, a yeah. crank? Okay. Electric, air-cooled, because everything has to be cold. Oh, so I kind of froze that, yeah. the meat to or threw it in the freezer to get it down because... Mm. If the meat, if the fat's too warm, it just kind of turns into gelatin and right. doesn't actually chop. Yeah, yeah. Give them the chop. It's uh, got to keep its form. Exactly. The final form. Yes. Uh, and then, yeah, you can do, it's literally called loose meat sausage. Yep. Even though I thought I made that up when I threw my bits in the old yeah, yeah. smoker. But, yeah. 
so that's like a <clears throat> breakfast sausage. Like if you want to make a sausage patty, aka a burger, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> With just probably two different spices in it, then couple whatever. nothing. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, overall, fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely took a lot of work. It was like a, almost a two day process. Wow. Because of, once you do the sausages, then you have to let them like dry out at right. least a day in the fridge. So you just leave them uncovered, right? Uh, and then they're good to go. Interesting. So. Now, when you let them dry out uncovered in the fridge, there is the danger of contamination of the other smells and scents in the fridge. Do you put that baking soda next to it in the box? No. I just left it raw dogged and went for it. So we could always test this, too. You could see, are, are these the fridge flavor ones? Tubes. Or you put it in the garage fridge, which only has beer cans in it. For that's now. The, that's the clean fridge. <laughs> right. Right? That could be your sausage fridge. A la. Yeah. And then I wanted to do the hanging, but since they didn't dry out all the way, I wasn't confident mm. the hang would hold. Where were you going to hang it? In the smoker. Oh, so it's a vertical duh. smoker, okay. and it has a ring of hooks at I'm the top. I'm literally picturing, like, from the awning, from yeah. your closet <laughs> rod, from whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, because the classic way is you hang them, but duh. or you can do the circle on oh, the right, actual right. grill. I always thought that the the tied-together, like, Disney, like, when Pluto would steal... Right. The line of like nine sausages. I was like, that is like one of the most delicious looking things Ooh, ever. I would steal it because <laughs> we would only have just like crappy hot dogs all the time. Right, right. Um, and the only, the only thing, the only exotic sausage my mom would eat, erotic, was, <laughs> was a man from Ghana. No, Eric was, uh, was uh, like the the jarred knockwursts, mm-hmm. which are fine. I mean, like like Germany they almost sell looking them like, like that a pickle, but. Other than that's just because it tasted like a slightly better hot <laughs> dog. But even then, that's just a pork sausage or anything. Right, so right. I never really tried any. Like, literally had no German food probably until maybe the one of the Oktoberfests over here in Huntington oh, or something. Oh, wow. Because you're obsessed with all that. Yeah. It was only breakfast sausage or the Johnsonville bratwurst, which I don't really even consider real bratwurst. So one time I cooked those when I was camping on the beach, mm. and I was the only one eating Undercooked. them. I don't know. I literally slept in a two-person tent by myself, so it mm-hmm. looked like a small tent. There was a group of college girls who thought it was the dog's mm. tent, and then I got in there and, or got out, and they're like, oh, God. Um, but I woke myself up with my were own they, farts. Were they sick? <laughs> in the middle, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is disgusting. You did so much setup <laughs> to describe something as common as waking yourself up with your own yeah. farts. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I don't do that often with my own smell. No. <laughs> do you sleep with covers on? Um not yeah, always, huh? Yeah. Um did were they sicking the dogs on the tent or something? Like were you waking up to the the, the sound of dogs like <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey man, hey man, let me let me <laughs> I'm a dog. Give me some of that salsa. Because <laughs> remember, it's a picking, 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 picking. Yeah, they're smelling your disgusting bratwurst yeah. farts. Bacon, 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 There was two little dogs with us on the trip. Because mm. um, mm. uh, I thought these were strangers. No, no, no. With dogs. Biss and Bisto Got it. were in their tent oh, with oh. their two dogs. Got it. And the girls were like, got oh, they've got dogs. a little dog tent. And then I just get in there. <laughs> what you I might call a pup tent. Exactly. Uh, popcorn. And when those girls left, they left their campsite all shitty. And there was like fucking toilet paper all over the place where they Ew. were pissing in the bushes and Ew. wiping themselves and just throwing it. No. You throw it was that terrible. The they lake, were like a else. Cult. <laughs> it's the ocean, but still. Uh, terrible people. Terrible people. Uh, so, yeah. 
And this Dolls Whip says this is the second most interested conversation in sausage he's ever seen. Oh wow! Yeah. What was the first? Probably a cock meat <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> Talking to a future blowjob. Yum. Recipient. <laughs> recipient. Yes. <laughs> uh, hello, blowjob recipient. <laughs> Greetings, blowjob yeah. recipient. <laughs> yeah, but not looking at the wiener, just at the person. Yeah. Man, yeah. Talking to, their, to them just to their face like this. <laughs> right. Talking to them by yourself from across the bar. <laughs> <laughs> greetings, oh, greetings. I will be on you later. Don't worry. I know my tricks. There was that's a very like nerdy style conversation and I've the like a like a giving t- a blowjob. No, like like a TV nerd or a, or like an like a like a Saved by the Bell level nerd parody nerd like talking um, themselves up. Talking with their nerd friends of like yeah. oh, like whatever and the the closest thing I ever had to that was I went to 7th grade and it was one. I think it was my first day of PE, and we were all lined up in like by our last names or whatever. And these two kids that I ended up being kind of friends with over the years, but not really, um, they were talking to each other. And some guy, some big mongoloid guy, like bumped into them, mm. not to be a dick. I think it was by accident, right? And literally, I was like listening to them talk because they had very, very intelligent but very nerdy voices. That kind of breath, breathless, like always laughing, like oh, voice. Oh, oh, oh. And and, and a, co- <laughs> a Koji truck, right? <laughs> and the, <laughs> yeah. But literally, one Horse turns people. to the other, and he goes, and he goes, "Oh, he was a fine specimen of a paramecium, eh?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my, I've never yeah, heard." Yeah. Even as a nerdy kid, again, I wasn't like yeah. a stereotype TV fucking nerd. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, but paramecium, you know, those nerds that yeah. fuck those TVs, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and talk about the blowjobs yeah. are going to give to all these guys oh, yeah. <laughs> from across the room. <laughs> Ooh, hello, blowjob recipient. Ooh, you're gonna <laughs> My get dick it is good. Making me bleed. To death. Yes. My leather tube is ready to be casinged up again. Wanna I donate? Need, I need to soak it in salt for the next day and yeah. then re uh, no. Yeah. And then, I gotta soak it yeah. in warm water for a couple hours right. just so it doesn't split. Right. <laughs> like a shrinky dink. Mm-hmm. Um that's what they call it. Uh, so back to Bo Bandy's yes. sponsored content. Yes. Joey. I'm going to lead us off today. All right. How I'll you allow doing? It. <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay. I'm very tired today. Mm. It's kind of the kind of the first full day back for everyone at work after vacation, like the kind of rough two to three weeks vacation yeah. where people are in and out. So yeah. uh, they're the in and out. They're Whataburger. They're Five Guys, whatever. Exactly. They're all um, winners in our book. Yeah. In and out's better than Whataburger. Don't at me. Yeah. Which I haven't <laughs> ever take. had. Whataburger. Neither have I. Is it? What shit? Don't they put like tartar sauce or something gross on the bar? Do they put tartar sauce? As I drink this pseudo water, I ask myself, is it tartar sauce or something else gross they put? Tartar sauce is the one that walks on land, okay? Now I'm just kind of being a weird nerd person, not a Philadelphia. Yeah, I am Guy from Simpsons Show. I am Guy from Simpsons Show. Um... Yeah, Whataburger has tartar sauce as an option sound, or something. But I thought that was like mandatory on the burger. I don't know. Because I remember hearing, I think it was Doughboys <laughs> or something. <laughs> I'm like, this is disgusting. Like, yeah. I, c- I can deal with mayonnaise, but tartar Like, I don't I could like s- tartar sauce a lot. Oh, see, and I, I know love, you love it. I, I know love you love it. A good tartar. Joey. But on beef, I don't know. I mean, I it is know. it is just kind of a savory Because I associate meat. it with a fish all the time. Yeah, yeah. you associate it. Yeah, exactly. Because one, th- two things here. Well, one thing. <laughs> Two sauces, the cups. Whoa, whoa, put your dick back in your pants. Come on. (laughs) No, I'm going to fill up your casein. Um, I always know Joe's going to love a white cream sauce, Uh especially if it's tartar, Uh or any kind of pink 
cream sauce. Yes. Because I think you've even said that where I'm like, you're getting like two things of some sort of pink X sauce. And I'm like, we haven't even tasted it. You're like, nope, it's going to be good. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like whenever there's like the the crema ranchero sauce at like, you know, Rubio's or something where it's basically some sort of mayonnaise with some sort of tomato-based salsa, something else. Or Mm -hmm. the ultimate example is the classic vodka sauce in... Uh, Italian food. Yes. Uh, well, at your guys' birthday dinner, I saw you guys sneak an entree as an app. Yes, exactly. Oh, I watched mm-hmm. you do that. I should have got that, actually. I feel it like was, I got that a, a couple years ago there. It was delicious. Yeah, it looked the good. The Rotelli something with the right, right. bechamel sauce and all that stuff. Um, but uh, was it just how am I doing? Oh, tired. Yeah. We were back at work. I mean, everyone was back at work, which made it tiring because we actually just had back to work. on again. Because the last right. couple of weeks have been like... Half days, you get your kind stuff of, done, and, and then yeah, leave. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of the management was was uh, gone, which I mean, even they know that everyone's just going to fuck off. Yeah, most of the I day, got so. work to do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, I listened to a lot. I've been listening to a lot of Somewhere in the Skies with Ryan Sprague, uh, and uh, the show is really good. Like he's yeah. a very he's a very professional broadcaster. Like right. he's like he's a really good interview. Like you can see why. He was chosen to be on a TV show, right? Because right. he has like a good presence, good voice for it, exactly. And like, uh, and he's a he's a playwriter too. So he's right, like, right. you know, he's he's a he's a good he has a good creative mind. Yeah. Um, but you also see the tip of his penis through his pants, which so yes. you know indicated well hung. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, and also bringing it up for the short guys too. There you, you go. Know, so yeah. now he's long and strong where it counts. Right. Um, now he was. He had an, a sh- an episode where he was. He has a lot of those where he's being interviewed for another show, and then they kind of right. swap content. Yeah, and he had one that he got very personal about, and he's like, when he's introducing, he's like, he's like, now you're gonna see another side of me that I don't ever talk about on the show, and da, da, da. so. But he just told a story about how the original UFO sighting he saw with his dad, which then later he's like, I say that story all the time, but then I think it was because he almost cried because. Mm. Somebody they were talking about UFO phenomena mixing with paranormal or the lack of mixing because UFOlogists they Are scoff strict. at they yeah. scoff at paranormal investigators right. a lot like mainstream scientists scoff at UFOlogists. Right, so, right, right. Uh, but he was saying that somebody died in his life mm. recently, and I'm like, it could have been his mom, his dad, or a lover or something. Yeah, someone. Um, but I don't know. So. Someone's in the sky now. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a really solid show. Like, again, like, um, kind of like Hysteria 51, it's more dependent on the subject matter. Like, I don't know if I'll ever go all the way through it, mm-hmm. but at the end of, at the end of the day, like, if I don't have something to listen to, which this yeah. sounds like a shitty review, what I'm saying is, like, I could, I, because he's a good broadcaster, I could probably listen to, listen to it. Yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. So I was also just telling Steve that <clears throat> I was bouncing around a lot of the 2019 episodes, and like I also told Steve today, I have I love a, you. <laughs> I have a weird. I have a weird. It's not an OCD thing, but it is kind of a weird overemphasis in my mind on like it's kind of like how you don't want to read a scientific journal from 1982 if there's been four other updates to it in the last 30 years. You know, right. you're like, why would I go back and read that one or watch this old documentary when there's new information? Mm-hmm. Right. For me, I'm always like, I want to be on that like bleeding edge of the info. Yeah. And so I, I just want to be bleeding and edgy. <laughs> I was as before we watched the episode tonight, which was the is the first 2016 episode. I was like, 
oh man, they're getting caught up on like the phone technology that we're used to now. Like they're not on iPhone threes like right. in 2012 or whatever. Which so can come into play with sightings and and right. uh, research and like, such. And, and that's the thing. I always yeah. relate the t- the value of the research time period with the tech they had access to. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I'm it's like even when I was a kid, I was like, but it's not the latest thing. Not that right. I'm like like that with anything else. I don't care right. about the latest really anything. But um, but when it comes to tech, I guess I do, which is the whole yeah. fucking point. But anyway, uh, I had this related to Ryan Sprague. Oh, sorry. So I was listening to 2019 episodes because I'm like, I don't want to go back too far because now I've established the show has evolved in the 2019 way. It's right. like if people went back and listened to our first few episodes, they'd be right. you know, rough. But so. you always yell at people to go back to episode one of any podcast I so know. you're all the way in. Hey, sometimes we're all hip, our own worst hypocrites. Okay. Uh, okay. But uh, not that I wouldn't go back. His, his show's only been on for two years or yeah, something. Yeah. So, But anyway, my point being, when we were at the podcast panel as our first panel at AlienCon 2019, and it had Ryan Sprague, the Hysteria 51 guys, and a couple other people. The guy from... Um, was there Blurry Photos? Was the Blurry... It blurry wasn't Blurry Photos. Guys? It was the um, the other guy that listens to like the voicemail stories. Yeah, I've been trying to find um, that podcast. I can't remember. I, I can't should remember just go name. and look at the panel, at the panel obviously. Yeah. But, uh, um, but it's like, you know, you heard something weird or something like right, that. Right, right. Um, but he was kind of funny in that panel because he was like... Yeah, people get really pissed at what I have to say, but I'm yeah. just like listening and just talking about it. And right. They get upset or something. Yeah, like, I don't <laughs> he almost seemed like not upset. He like almost seemed like he was kind of like his shoulders, like, or yeah, hand, yeah. you know, crossed and just sort of like, yeah, whatever. Right. Fuck him. Yeah, like, I don't <laughs> care, you know? Yeah. Because um, he was kind of talking about how his view of his own subject matter evolved as he's listening. Because he's yeah. like, I was way more skeptical. And now I'm like, I don't really give a shit if people say it's skeptical. I just want to listen to it right, and let right. the audience do it. But um, there was a. There, as we've said a lot of times, there was lit- literally maybe four to five people, us two included, that were not family or friends or something of yeah. the people on the panel in that audience. It was like a 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. panel. It was the first one. Literally first panel <clears throat> of the convention right. of the day. Exactly. And so... Tucked away to where we... Yes. It took us... <laughs> we got lost. Multiple <laughs> spots of trying just to find where the fuck it was. Right. Yeah, we asked multiple like, so security people. So us dickheads and, were seeking this out then... Right. And it was like on a weird corner, so it was like, yeah. no way in hell is yeah. anyone just going to stumble upon this yeah. one. Definitely right. one of the smaller rooms and stuff too. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were one of like five people. One was the silver shorts man, the wrestling looking dude. Yeah, but then yeah. there was another couple that just seemed totally whatever. And there was the guy wearing the <clears throat> trucker hysteria fifty one hat. Yes, but I think he us. knew them, right? I well, he knew who they or, were. Or obviously, you're but right. I, I think he was a super. I fan. I think he was a fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were the one, the only ones going in cold, and maybe that other couple people. But right. there was one like lady there that was like looked like our age, like in her 30s or something, yeah. and she was like very high energy and like kind of falling, like, acting like she was helping them with the panel, but then like chomping at the bit. And when they first took questions. audience questions, of which there were six of us or whatever, yeah. um, she bolts to the microphone as if. Everyone's like, going to jump up and and or yeah or as if she didn't want it to be awkward and like what you know what oh I to mean? save it a little bit so like yeah there are questions exactly. yeah because she had f- multiple questions right because right, right. she's like who cares there's nobody else yeah. but I figured out the connection like her name is Nikki Kandra K A N D R A and she either wrote a book or does something called the Experiencers mm-hmm. and her specialty is interviewing traumatic. Uh, Anomalous, I think she says, like, that we like to call it anomalous experiences or anomalous events or something, as opposed to like UFO abduction, because she's like, to be fair, like, she doesn't want to put things right. and put a stigma on anything. But she was then on an episode of 
somewhere in the skies a couple weeks after Alien Con or mm. before Alien Con. Mm -hmm. Sorry, so they like knew each other. So even then, <laughs> I don't even know what point I'm making, but it was interesting to make a connection with some random person that seemed connected to them, and then right. figuring out exactly who the fuck she was. But then also you try to look up a web presence for her, and it's just like a normal Facebook profile. And there's no website, there's right, no right. anything else. But apparently she's doing all this research. I'm like, where is she doing all of this? Because right, she right. says that Publi she, where are you publishing it? She says that she doesn't work with Mufon anymore, or doesn't, or, and that all of her experience or testimonies are just for her. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, then what is this? Yeah. Is this a job? Like, I don't, I don't know. I yeah, don't understand. Yeah, <clears throat> Nikki, reach out to us if you're listening right <laughs> now. Tell us about that nude man you interviewed or right. whatever. Yeah, the nude uh, beach guy with his yeah. junk, and he's talking about how these shadow people were fucking ripping him apart or something in his right. dreams and things like that. But, yeah. Um, All I know is Groven Snake is first on our chat, mm. and he's got the uh, the crown, too. So Ooh, it's his crown. It welcome. says first, which maybe he's first place. Maybe. And he says, I made it. <laughs> I'm decent, boys. Oh, I wonder and if this is Nathan. Fair, this might be Nathan. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's Groven Snake. Really, yeah. But, um, but because uh, he said he tried, I told him recently just about the timing and stuff, but I think he works nights. So he's like, oh, I'll have to listen to before I go to work or something. So, oh, okay. Um, but it says <clears> first. So I don't know what the fuck that means. Patrons on our Patreon campaign, <laughs> which is only getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's only growing. Growing. <laughs> but getting bigger is like funnier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Guys, check it out. It's only getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> this clown balloon. <laughs> He's certainly growing. Uh, how As are you doing, Steve? The sausage. Uh, I'm doing good. Same, same. Yeah. Uh, so I've uh, I've been messing with some CBD, oh. even though I don't smoke any marijuana. Right. Um, so I got this topical ointment for my wrist, which I don't know if I've been telling you, but it just like hurt. It's always in pain, and like you told me that, and then I yeah. asked you a couple weeks ago, and you said I'd been feeling better because you've been working it out more. Yeah, working it out. Now yeah. I've been doing the CBD stuff. Mm -hmm. I did take a CBD chocolate over the week. I don't know why I keep going. God damn it. I'm sorry. Took a chocolate over You're the weekend. You're starting to get into Sucralose territory. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and I, it was a sleep one, so uh -huh. I like passed out super hard. I, my wrist felt great. You're taking chocolate to fall asleep. It don't I, work like that. Okay. Friend. Okay. <laughs> sugar, Which sugar, sugar. The BD and the uh, melatonin in it. Yeah. CBD uh, SM in there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was whipped. To, so to it was a CD, CBD... Chocolate, like, like was it a little truffle sized thing or what was it? It was probably like a half inch by half inch chocolate. Oh, like a little cube. Yeah, mm. had some amount so you could sleep. I did pass out quite good, mm. but then I woke up very groggy. That's what I was just gonna ask. What, what was there? everyone's very like? Groggy. Oh, there's no sign effects. There's no, no. like that's woke not up true. very groggy, and then a couple weeks ago I tried the CBD oil. I also that drank you... like four bombers <laughs> of barley wine. I, that yeah, night. <laughs> I crushed. It was after the Saturday night uh, yeah, yeah. event, but I didn't even drink that much there. Yeah. But. It was good. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? But yeah, no. And when I did the oil, I had like a feeling of paranoia and like all oh, these other things. So like eating weird. it, I don't think I like. Like yeah. my wrist literally is in no pain. So, so you I'm felt like, kind of anxiety cool. from the. It's almost like the normal side oil. effects of yeah, yeah, anxiety yeah. from the oil, and then huh. eating. I just felt groggy and like so like weird. if I took like a Tylenol PM or something like yeah. that. Um. Uh oh. Night Beacons here. I haven't oh, seen them in a Night while. Night Beacons. says, your hair looks even more like Hulk Hogan's. <laughs> you just need a head of, or a headband now. Yeah. Thank you're you. Gonna have to, you're going to have to shave to that Fu Manchu style. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been Hulk Hogan before. I can post some old pics where I <laughs> shave my Hogan, head. Not Hulk Hogan, but Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I was just really slutty dressed. I was Hulk Hogan. 
just showing off, you know. Ho Kogan, yes. Yeah, Ho Koger. <laughs> Uh, Give me the air, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Give me the answer. Uh, but yeah, anyways, so I don't like eating it, even mm. though my wrist felt amazing. We still talking about CBD, man? Okay, okay. <laughs> Chomp it on down now. Uh, yeah. And then today, no, today I felt groggy. Like I messed up like a couple numbers where I was like, what uh, oh, should be this? It just kind of just not sharp. One, two, seven. Four. Yeah. <laughs> two plus two is four. Yeah. I am smart. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so outside of that, just being back in the office and then yeah. that. So is so. there any weed or CBD product that actually makes you feel good without side effects? doesn't seem like That's it, what I'm right? saying. The ointment's fine because oh, it's topical, not just, di- but digesting it. Right. I've had issues. So the ointment was for your wrist, which I was also conflating them with the oil. I thought the oil was for your wrist. No, no, no. So the oil you drink, you put oh, like under your dropper. tongue. Okay, got it. And then I have an ointment that you just like rub on top. Yeah. Oil, ointment, and chocolate. Exactly. A life. And again, <laughs> eating it, the pain, from a pain standpoint, was yeah. the best. Mm. But then there were the, like these weird side effects, which people claim there's never Interesting. any. Interesting. And people always get weird because I'm like, yeah, I puked when I smoke weed like right. a few times. So I don't. And when I ate right. it, I fucking thought I and was going to die. And people, people are like, you had a bad experience? It's right. like, yeah, yeah it's a not a fucking do. cure-all that is great for everyone. Like, yeah. Right. And unless you're like literally in the perfect head shop with a, a nice person that that you can say those things to, and they can recommend right. the specific blend of whatever, sativa, indica, THC, whatever that is, yeah. they'll look, be able to solve all those. It's like a right. beer, right? It's like, right. I don't right. like sours, but and I don't like things that are to this. One time, not exactly. yeah. take the whole thing down or something. I don't know. Yeah, take this one joint, eat this one, a quarter of this fucking thing, yeah. and see what it's, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Instead of just like, here. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. It's good. <laughs> Yeah, don't let the German singer yeah. Falco <laughs> sell you <laughs> willy nilly just some random weed no, chocolate. You're gonna get great up fucked. <laughs> uh, are up. you sure you said that right, sir? <laughs> I'm confident, me and yes. <laughs> You've never been up fucked before. <laughs> Come on. Come I'll over t- to Munich. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. It's better than down fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Okay, I, I, I hear you, Falco. <laughs> well, or not fucked. <laughs> I'm going to get in my R-wing and fight the evil Andros with my friend Star Fox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> barrel roll. Barrel roll. <laughs> Do a barrel roll. <laughs> uh, Groban Snake says I should just rub daddy oil on it, oh, which, yeah. you know, that's also a cure-all. Uh-huh. There was that lady... That your <laughs> your brother sent us that video of or you did on our little Instagram thread where she was like the the cum eating therapy lady that said like wait I don't think I saw that <laughs> no you did we all la- laughed about this it was a lady it was a oh, news story about that was a like lady a long time that she would buy semen off her male friends because it was so restorative and healthy and whatever right so she literally was just having these loads <laughs> and like ha- freezing them refrigerating them and right. she was doing it on. A normal like on a on her Instagram Regular channel cadence, or Twitter yeah. channel, um, but it like kind of wasn't considered porn because it was for medical yeah. purposes. Hey, it's, this is what we call a closed account. <laughs> you just have an Angela White Black Raw dot com gangbang going on, and it right. just as long as you flash on the screen for medical <laughs> for purposes, medical, medical. Yeah. it's okay. It's great. Loopholes. Hmm. Uh, we so, uh, on to the episode. That's how we're doing. Uh, we have a little segment we're here about called 35 <laughs> Reaching for the Stars, where we ask you the little probers and probets out here. there uh, to go on to your 
well, go on to Apple Podcasts, please, and give us five star ratings because that's where we need it most. But yeah. go on to your podcast service of choice or on Facebook as tonight's Reaching for the Starsers did. Um, and recommend our podcast, which gives us a star rating on social media. So oh, yes. that helps as well. We have two reaching for the stars tonight. One is from Cyprian Sarb, who recommends Probing Ancient Aliens and says, Funny ass show. I don't know if it's funny ass show or funny ass show. Uh, keep up the funny work. Alien Takeover is coming soon. Get your space hats ready, Galactic Daddies, and Probets. Uh, you guys should do a special and review. Uh, in search of aliens by Sweet Boy Giorgio, which oh, yeah. I think we I need. Think we got to do. We got to do a Patreon yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, Prost. Thank you very much, Cyprian Sarb. Assuming uh, you are not from America, Cyprian. When someone is Cyprian, they're from Cyprus, like mm. S uh, or C Y P R U S. Well, they don't guzzle it down. They just are sipping on it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, someone named Fanurism Grady Uh-oh. simply rated us, uh, recommended us on Facebook, and wrote my favorite podcast. I love it. Thank you. Fanurism Grady. Um, I like to look at their profiles. Although Facebook doesn't make it easy a lot to click on, click where you think you should be able to click. Oh, you have to go right, to like right. notifications to another and thing click and, and whatever. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we uh, we got a negative review this week, which was oh, yeah. funny. I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah, <laughs> same pattern. But it hasn't populated on podcasts yet, or on uh, Apple, Apple podcasts, iTunes. Yeah, we for some reason, like many popular shows. We stopped charting quite as much the past six months because Apple Podcasts cracked out an explicit mm. podcast. They don't want to rate those very high. But then, well, I was also making the point today where it's like, yeah, yeah Joe matter. Rogan, yeah. the number one podcast in every service, is explicit as fuck. Right, right, And right. they don't derank him. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, but then the past month or so, we have been climbing the charts on many, many, Back many... Up. International countries, yeah. like so, literally, Eastern Black Europe. <laughs> literally, we were the number six comedy podcast <laughs> in all of Ghana, <laughs> which I think is why I mentioned just it before. A booming <laughs> comedy. Sign. We were in the top one hundred in Sweden of Swedish. all podcasts, and then like the top forty comedy podcasts in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shout out to all our international brethren and sistren out there. Now we can officially say no Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you in the top one hundred in Germany? No. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks uh, for sharing sharing the show um, with your friends. Subscribe to the show, please. It helps our numbers algorithmically. And give us oh, those yes. give us those stars that we're reaching for. We've always wanted. Yes. Um, there was a little bit of alien news that we were tagged in as well today uh, by our friend Thrillin McGillan, who is on Beer They're Drunk That quite often. Yeah, he's our most times. common guest star our most dynamic guest of any podcast stars reaching for us if you like heavy breathing while talking (laughs) listen to those episodes (laughs) uh let's see here ah fuck where'd he go i don't know like shotgunned it to where it didn't take me to the specific articles i couldn't tell what was being tagged there we go oh yeah it's an ign article so ign which has been really changing up their content kind of coverage they do which is Mm -hmm. interesting um, but they shared an article from Dr. Helen. So, well, sorry, Dr. Helen Sharman was mentioned in this article uh, in the Observer, oh. and said Dr. Helen Sharman, the first British astronaut to go into space, claims aliens exist and possibly already live among us on mm-hmm. Earth. the The headline quote is quote Aliens exist. There's no two ways about it. There are so many billions of stars out there in the universe that there must be all sorts of different forms of life. Dr. Helen Sharman, um, don't squeeze Helen Sharman. Okay, yeah. Um, now those bears love that double ply. Also, I guess cool that uh, very woke of me to point out that Helen <laughs> is likely identifying as a female, and that means a female was the first astronaut in British space. 
Okay. British astronaut in space, right? Yeah. Um, sure. But uh, just a little virtue signaling for everyone. Um, women are good. There, I said it. Okay. <laughs> don't rake me over the coals here. Okay. Which I used to think was rape me over the coals. Well, <laughs> please don't do that either. Right. Thank you. Because <laughs> that sounds even worse. Yes. Um, yeah. Other than that, I haven't. Uh, uh, Oh, this isn't really news, but it is an interesting point. That little, that little fucked up alien mummy that's like the baby alien mummy we were just mm-hmm. talking about with all of our somewhere in the skies listenings too. But yeah. one of the biggest like fuck up alien fuck up ufology fuck ups of the year is confirming that that is just some museum right thi- like artifact yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, and that Hassim guy who I think was the guy with uh, lousy Letterman or yeah. Lane Letterman. He was voted uh, at Alien Con. In the Alien Con fan group, as most likely to play a pirate or gypsy in a, in a exactly. porno film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adult content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was a big part of it. Even <laughs> welcome to the content, Richard. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is where we get those passes out, and let's make sure everyone's paid up because it's gonna be a show. Um, yeah, everyone, or, or that guy's like, it seems like been associated with some really big fuck up. So yes. I think that guy just. Not only looks sleazy, but yeah. probably is a pile of shit yes. as well. It looks like a duck, walks like a duck, tastes well, like Well, because he was all creepy at Alien Con. He was creepy at Contact in the Desert. Yeah. He just seems like a, a greased-up asshole, right. not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, not a good prolapse. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, he was like part of the the DNA surgery, like the DNA squad with Brian Forrester. Right, Lane, Lane Letterman. Letterman. Yeah. Um, in the panel where everyone was trying to get everyone out for Childress to come in, we were in the you know end of that one, and claiming they had a finally ultimate proof that these um, the the Peruvian elongated skulls were actually not of human right, the DNA, DNA origin yeah. or whatever. So, uh, and then it turned out they had said the same exact thing on Ancient Aliens yeah. in 2015 because we right. just did an episode with that. So, uh, anyway. Bobani says it was probably a Mayan abortion. Oh, yeah. Groban Snake says pivot. Groban Snake, did you write something weird because I'm just seeing stars, which sometimes that means something's blocked. Oh, censored <laughs> But itself. usually it will tell me that it was and then I say block or not, mm. but it just it didn't say anything. It was just straight blocked. So. Maybe he was just trying to separate himself from the last uh, chatter. Yeah, there. exactly. Um. Yeah. So let's dive into this old frosty, yeah. frostbitten, penguin-ridden continent. Antarctica seems to have a special place in the new ancient astronaut theorist like yeah. world because there's been multiple episodes since this one, I think, including the series premiere, which was playing while we were at our little meet and gr- not meet yeah. and greet, but the big bar event, yeah, yeah. the hotel bar event, the at Contact in the Desert, hey, which I am here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the more the more I'm listening to all these other podcasts, like. I'm just more and more excited to go back there. Oh yeah, me too. This year, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like re- really I'm, pumped, I'm really yeah. stoked for that trip. Now that we're now that we've gotten the first one out of the way, we get the lay of the land. Right. We know what to do. Not we're staying yeah. in the actual hotel. Yes. Um, yeah, it we're is gonna we're gonna come in costume as each other. Yeah, so the real in probing fans yeah. will know. <laughs> oh, you're Stephen Joey. Yeah, or are, are you, you cosplaying as Stephen Joey? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> do you have a PSP? Yes. Um, <laughs> Three. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, I'm, <laughs> ext- I'm like giddily excited for that trip. Um, <laughs> Groan Snake said no, that was for when he wanted a five star. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, review. So we reach for you. those stars. Yeah. Um, five star uh, review by Groan Snake on Twitch. <laughs> Our top Twitch person because it says first, so I'm assuming he's number one rank. In before. Bobandi, you should be too, but yeah. he's not Twitch Prime. In before Bobandi, huh? Well, um, Bobandi was the top, but yeah. I think Bobandi doesn't have the sub. Like, 
maybe are you a subprime loan? You got to get that prime, Bo Bandy. Oh, yeah. Associate it to your account. Come activate on, it. Then you get that little crown. Yeah. So. Sorry, guys. I only use Alibaba Prime. Okay. okay I don't I don't support Amazon. Yeah. I'm not like that. <laughs> only small independent companies like Alibaba.ik. Yeah. And that and or the Nile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so when I think of Ancient Aliens, the show now, I actually think a lot of that event, A, but also... Just that that event that that episode was playing on all the bar TVs where there right. were like ten of them, and it was just constant high def drone shots of ice. Right. So now, I, like for some reason, I associate Ancient Aliens now with ice yeah. and all yeah. everything. So um, I think this is the first episode dedicated to Antarctica in any way. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, I mean they because they had the one where it was like the secret bases and it was about Antarctica. They would touch on it. Yeah, yeah. And like the hole and flying over. Come on, and how touch on it. Come on, yeah. Yeah. Oh, clown balloon here. (laughs) Come on, jumping, yeah. Uh, Because then they they talk about the hole and how that guy flew through the hole and ended up on the other side of the world. Admiral Bird. But yeah, so there's been segments, but not a full on. Not a whole one. So, which again, like I'm appreciating, and the the trend continues here, I'm appreciating the specificity. Yeah. Because it, it keeps them a little focused. And then, I mean, emphasis on a little. It's not right, like they're right, super right. focused, but because it goes into Egypt and all this shit, too. But at least, like, season 11 seems hopeful because pretty much every segment looped back to Antarctica in very specific ways, I right. think. Um, that's the that's the gut feeling I had when we when we uh, turned off your Fire TV stick. But, um, but anyway, they want to they wanna talk about first what in the heck... What is Antarctica? What's special about it? Yeah. Why is it just so darn cold? So yeah. um, it is very chilly there. The average temperature is minus 49 degrees Fahrenheit. It's great. Uh, winds can get up to 200 miles per hour, which is really intense. The coldest yes. I've ever been was recently on a work trip to Wisconsin. Uh, it was six degrees one night, and I was like, oh, this is why people say like it just hurts right. when you go outside. So oh, imagining... Yeah. 50 degrees colder than that and the wind 40 times yeah. higher than the bre- the cold breeze that was you know going oh, on. Yeah. yeah, I've been in some insane. gnarly weather snowboarding yeah. and going down the mountain when right. there's wind so you're like going into it and the wind's blowing at you right. your face literally You got to cover it up cuz you got start getting yeah. your face sliced up by little ice crystals, Slice, right? it starts burning. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's not fun. Um they talk about um this guy Cooper was kind of the initial he's the mainstream initial foot-setting guy on Antarctica from the 1800s. But that's just lamestream archaeologists, as we know. It's not really true. Um, and then I, I predicted they're going to go into the Piri Reese map quite a bit. They actually mm-hmm. don't. They go right. into another ancient map, though, which I was actually pleasantly surprised with, because yeah. Cram Han- uh, Cram Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> that's my um, adult film yes. star name. <laughs> oh, another life. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, things uh, just keep getting older and deeper. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> the kids I used to fuck keep getting older. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, he showed, I believe, the Piri Reese and the other map, which I right. forgot the name of until we get to it later. But I think he showed both of those on in his presentation at Contact in the Desert. Right. Um, they talk about how unexplored Antarctica is because it's just so fucking deadly. There's only ever about 5,000 people maximum on Antarctica, and that's split between seven countries worth of dozens of bases each. The biggest one that we'll get to later is the McMurdo base, which is like 1,200 people at a time. But um, it's the closest thing that looks like a little town or like an army base or something on mm. there. And it seems to be 
they must salt everything because it's like actual dirt or asphalt. Is like a, it's like the only place it doesn't look right. Completely just covered in snow yep, and ice. Yep. So um, we get our first children's chime in here, and this is really the crux of the episode. He says, uh, uh, "In fact, the ice in Antarctica is up to three miles thick, and what's been under the ice is still a mystery to scientists today." So they uh, try to give you a visual. <laughs> And he looks very sad and almost worried when he's saying this too. He does, yeah. And he's a this is a beefed up childress. Yes. He is definitely jolly. Yeah, it looks a little swole, a little bit overweight. Yes. Hitting the booze a little too hard and the yeah. old McNuggets. Yeah, I couldn't tell if it's fat me. or he just can't. He filmed all of these segments after a really big party night. Yeah, because he just seems kind of swollen yeah. and his his eyes are puffed I, up. I feel like yeah, I feel like Sooks is doing the opposite right now. Like I think Childress probably like oh shit, look at me, I'm fat. <laughs> oh god uh and he's like uh david your voice sounds different <laughs> yeah i'm i'm a new man yeah, i gotta drop this shit okay? okay this whole charade i'm fat why don't i just okay. say kind why don't okay. i say coin okay. <laughs> it's not it's not cool anymore yeah. okay. <laughs> um, it's not a montana accent where i grew up <laughs> <laughs> but while living in europe and across oh dear god <laughs> i lived in europe yeah. on a cross yes it was nice um but yeah, I think he probably is like, oh, I should lose some weight and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So now he's a thinner Childress. Because he We're is. talking about, it, Childress looks like he gained some weight. So, I mean, I really think that he's probably like, oh, I should lose some weight. And yeah. now he's a thinner Childress. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a little baby Childress. Yeah, took a yeah. little walk down yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but where Sooks is just fully jowling out. Right. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's... He's the one looking, and maybe because he travels all the time, but he's the one looking like he's always waking up from a hangover at these events now. Yeah. Like the big bags under his eyes. But also, you forget how much makeup they put on these guys at but in I these mean, talking just head his moments. Neck, like, oh, no, I know. Yeah. The the jelly bits where then you Childress make, then you is make going up that thinner. extra flesh, yeah. and it looks even worse. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so Sooks comes on immediately after Childress and tries to give you a visual. Right. Uh, he's like, now the Sears Tower... Is about a half a mile tall, okay? You can stack nine Sears Towers on top of each other, and you would still not see it peek out of that ice sheet. Which is crazy, but it's also a very weird visual. Weird yeah, why the Sears Tower? <laughs> like, is use the classic, the like, football fields or whatever. Yeah, like, it's or like, Empire State Building, right, maybe? Like I don't, not that I've even towers. seen that, but just still, like, yeah, it's right. very, very odd. <laughs> you could take the Eiffel Tower and yeah. stack it tip to tip. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, but, so, but... Point taken. It's a lot of fucking ice. It's extreme. Yeah. It's it's the whole entire foundation of this continent seems yeah. to just be ice. Is that correct, or is there? There's land under there. No, there's land. Yeah, but no, but it, but like your the point you were making while we were watching is that it's probably a much smaller. Oh yeah, part yeah. of land Base, that's just yeah. been covered in this ice. Exactly. So, um, but then in 2012 is really the impetus for all of this, and that's probably why they're into it recently, is because it takes a few years to study the satellite images yeah. and all this shit. But pyramids. Potential pyramids were revealed right. in 2012 as the ice caps in certain parts, the, gla- the glaciers in certain parts of Antarctica, which is probably the most interesting point. I didn't realize that that was a thing, but right. uh, the point they make later about how not all the glaciers are melting. The shit they show on TV is only a small portion where the, the ice growth, the ice is actually growing a lot on right, right. Antarctica as a whole. So, uh Anyway, so they're showing these pictures of the pyramids, and they're pretty convincing. I mean, they look—they don't look like some of the the Bosnian pyramids, which look a lot just like mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, these do look pretty sharp, pr- pretty symmetrical. I don't know if I'm 100% convinced, but it wouldn't be surprising if these ended up being artificial structures. Now, 
after this though, after these initial pictures, they don't do a good job the entire rest of the episode that right at visually Proved proving yeah. <laughs> that they are. But um, but anyway, they continued their satellite imaging after these first uh, flyover shots. Right. And this guy Joseph White, who looks like he's from the Joeyverse, um, kind of a British. Yeah. Well, he looks like me and Matt kind of had a baby yeah. together or something. He's but. got a tighter goat, but more yeah. spiky, like night, like yes. <laughs> two thousand Joe. Yes. Uh, the kind of hair I yes, used to like to show off in my little bomber jacket when exactly. I was six years old at 6 a.m. on a Saturday morning when no one was awake in my neighborhood. <laughs> and it was still foggy. Leaning up against a tree. Well, didn't you, you said you were, you went on that little uh, uh, political trip in high school. Yeah. And you had the spiky hair and yes. no one had really caught on quite yet well, to that. Well, it was, it was mostly Southerners and East Coasters. Which um, are probably running that look hard now. Well, they were all doing the metal head look, so it was either shaved heads or very long hair. Um, and there's a lot of hunter family kids and stuff like that so or you had the classic doesn't matter what decade these are preppy east coast kids that just have like parted to the side kind of long kind of short nothing haircuts was there any of the white trash like bleach comb forward with puka shells no 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 because i mean this this was the national youth leadership conference okay so but no the the guys from the one guy was from uh, Western Pennsylvania, so rural Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, and the other guy was from West Virginia, and the guy from mm-hmm. Western Pennsylvania was like, <sighs> he was. They were my roommates because you couldn't pick your room. They were nice guys, but he was like, he's like, oh man, your hair fucking looks like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> like yeah. he had a weird little almost Philly, Philly adjacent <laughs> yeah. accent, right, you know, right. hallucinant adjacent. Yeah, and then he kissed you because it was one bed for the three. We did more than kiss. Yes, yeah. well, I'm trying uh, to keep it to PG here <laughs> since uh, yeah. you know all this explicit content gets right. us banned on Twitch <laughs> and. Uh, Apple iTunes. Right. We, or uh, Apple Podcasts. Let's just say we encased our sausages that yeah. night. So. <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail, but... <laughs> we shot some ground meat and some clown balloons. <laughs> we fucked raw. <laughs> <laughs> we oh, fucked each whoa. other's homosexual well, buttholes. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this guy Joseph White is on, and he... I'm excited at this point because of that homosexual butthole. Talk. No, <laughs> because they're showing more satellite photos, but the photo that this guy is showing is not as clear as the drone shots. Right. That they were just showing on the screen, and he's trying to draw on the screen. He's his big point is that there are no natural structures that are symmetrical that align with the compass. And right. I'm like, that's that's, that's that the you, weird twist. Is like <laughs> align with the compass. Out of all the mountain peaks and hills in the entire fucking world, the millions of them, mm-hmm. not one of them aligns with the compass and is pretty diamond like square. Like, right? Come on, guys. Like yeah, that's yeah. it's a little. It doesn't mean I don't agree it's a pyramid, but the way, and then they're like. Showing a line drawing what looks like a step pyramid. I'm like, well, is it a fucking Giza style? Is right. it now Giza style yeah. pyra- like triangle pyramid or is it a step pyramid or what? Well, and I can feel if we can get to the bottom of this, it will help with all the uh, structures on Mars because they're like, right. oh, rock can't form this way naturally. But if right. we can go there and prove it and say like, oh, it is, right. then maybe that can help with what's going on on yeah. Mars. Robert Schock himself, Geology Jesus, has said like, you know, surprisingly, there are some symmetrical patterns mm-hmm. that form. Again, we talked about it before. It's not that hard to believe that when you look at crystalline structures under microscopes, they're very uniform and look like someone made them with a ruler over yeah, and over yeah, again, yeah. like on graph paper, you know. Right. So um, why would why does the macro level automatically is impossible to match the micro level of the structure of something? Right, right, you know? right. um, we get a lot of Cockney Collins on this episode. Uh, does a big return. He's getting... Um, remember when we saw him on those TV screens at... Contact that I was like, oh god, does he have cancer or something? Because right. he was like, you couldn't see his eyebrows anymore, and he was super like totally cue ball bald. 
But now that I'm seeing this interim episode, which I don't know if I saw much of like the 2016, 2017 seasons, but yeah. Um, but because I think we might have been, we were talking about doing this show in 2017 at some point. We didn't do it till the very end. Right. But I think I made a point to stop watching, like I because I would like want to. I yeah, would binge the room, it. and so yeah. I'm like, I'll save it for when we do it on the show. But, um, but he's on this episode a lot, and you can see the transition of really his hair just going white, right? Very thinning, very white hair. But he already had a shaved kind of bald head, so it didn't look. It looked again. He looked cancer treatment-ish because. He looks like he shaved his eyebrows too, but they're just very thin okay. and white. Yeah, so, very pale. Um, so I don't think, I mean, knock on wood, he's not unhealthy. But no. uh, he says, all the way around the world, we find evidence of pyramid structures. And we should start looking at the possibility that there was habitation on Antarctica. And that's the other big point of the episode is not only are there structures, but artificial structures mean there were or are some sort of intelligent life yeah. in Antarctica. Right, right. In or around Antarctica's mouth. Yeah. Uh, Childress chimes <laughs> in here again and says, if this gigantic pyramid, the one they're studying in the satellite, yeah. in Antarctica's <laughs> Ang- Ang- Angliartica, yeah. uh, is an artificial structure, then it may be the oldest pyramid on our planet. And it may be the master pyramid that all the other pyramids on the planet are designed to look like. So this goes into... A recent Patreon discussion kind of related uh, of David Wilcox's The Cosmic Secret, which you right. can uh, listen to if you support us for $5 a month or more on probing or at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. But we, 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 totally have, <laughs> we have a review discussion of Wilcox's newest weird movie documentary, The yeah. Cosmic Secret, where um, they t- his, uh, his fucking partner dude, uh, which I can't even remember his fucking name, Corey Good, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, talks about how the the real story to aliens and alien life is that like the true source there apparently is nothing earlier that they know of that 2 billion years ago the first super evolved alien race was known as like what we now call what what now newer ancient aliens called the builder race right and that the pyramid structure is literally billions of years old in terms of its design and function and whatever and that all cultures, so they went out and inseminated the fucking universe with right. their their kind of life. Eventually died off, probably billions of years ago. But every intelligent culture evolved because builder because of builder race influence, and right. therefore copied their architecture all the way down the line to ancient aliens, to Egyptians, to whomever. Yeah. And so. they started the motto: "Can we build it? Yes, we can." And exactly. that's how they did it, as they chanted. Right. Um, I mean, you have to stay positive mm-hmm. if you're going to be known as the Builder Race because they probably could go forward and backward in time if they were yeah. that advanced, right? Well, that's why their names were all Bob, forward, right. backward, exactly. all the same. They also specialized in discount furniture as well. Yeah. Little known fact. They didn't talk about it too much, but, I mean, how are they going to fill all those pyramids with comfy yeah. sitting areas exactly. and sleeping pods and stuff? So, um, Bob the Builder, can we build it Bob the builder you watch that yes, with your nephew right can please tell me you watch uh, that with your nephew uh, and that's why you know the theme song <laughs> no i think it might have even been my stepsister mm-hmm. maybe maybe my nephew yep. and or it got to a weird point on nickelodeon where you'd watch nick at night and then wake up in the morning and it was that like oh. nick jr yeah yeah because yeah. i used to watch blues clues just because i would have the tv on and turn oh, yeah. on and that's what it was yeah um uh, but yes Dragon Wolf Al asks, so about that hole. 
Oh, Dragon Ball Files back. Huh? They're back. Uh, <laughs> the hole is a coming. Yes. Uh, a little bit later on, Dragon Ball Foul. But uh, we get also, I don't know if it's the premiere, but the return in Steve and my timeline of of uh, Michael Sala, who was on The Cosmic Secret with David Wilcock. And he was the weird guy that it looks like a cartoon of if somebody drew Yahoo Serious becoming an old man. <laughs> who had electroshock therapy because Joey witnessed that he only blinks about one time for every 30-second <laughs> talking head segment that he's on the show. And he's got a weird, like, New Zealand accent. He's got insane eyebrows and hair, and he just fucking stares at the camera like right. a bird. Like, it's yeah. like, he's, like, upsetting to me. I don't usually get upset by the way people <laughs> look, but um, very weird. Disturbing. Yeah, his proportions are off. And knowing that he's obsessed with Wilcock, I'm like, I don't care about anything yeah, this guy has to say. Fuck boy. You know, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only if you were fucking Wilcock, man. Um, no, no. Everyone gets fucked by the Wilcock. Yeah, everyone gets a taste. <laughs> even Elizabeth, Tyler. get over here. <laughs> um, oh, come on. <laughs> but yeah, but he says that that you know the he it's very long his talking his talking segment. But he's he basically is saying, and it's showing footage they've shown a billion times. Basically, that the pyramids on the Earth made up a world grid of energy. Mm-hmm. That UFOs could tap into. So he's he's right. sitting here going like, you know, the the pyramid shape is an ancient shape that transmits energy above it like Wi-Fi and whatever. So it's basically saying this is Tesla style Wi-Fi power stations right, right. that UFOs can power up at, can gas yeah. up at. And Childress uh, expounds upon these pyramid gas stations for UFOs, and he says, and it makes sense that if there was some kind of worldwide pyramid power grid like this. Then Antarctica would have pyramids as well, because their whole point is, if this is a world again, this isn't really a point. This is weird ancient astronaut theory math. Yes. Well, if the whole world was united under an alien culture that caused pyramids to be built, then no continent should be without pyramids. Right. <laughs> because aliens are going to want to go to every landmass or whatever. Right. Also. Not all of Antarctica was in a temperate zone, as we'll get to in just a little bit, but it's it's because it shifted seven degrees, and so you know it the the pole used to be a thousand miles from where it is now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. So yeah. I don't know if aliens would really care to go to Antarctica very much, unless they were like harvesting harvesting it for fresh water or something like that. I don't know. Right. But, um, excuse me very much. Uh, Sooks then makes the point that like that pyramids are really weirdly shaped and like how how would they just come up with that and i'm like pyramids are an extremely simple shape right again if you just and they've even made this point in in yeah. episodes past where they say pyramids are the most simple structurally sound way to gain height out of a structure yeah. i mean look at a naturally forming anthill right like <laughs> it literally goes up like a mound right. like the mound people right you literally take sand from an hourglass or just your hand right. and start dropping it in an order, right. and it will form a pyramid-like right. structure. And, I mean, don't get me started on Uncle Hills. They always over-engineer things. They think they know everything. They always shove the anthill off to the side and say, let me do this. But they're not really the kind of structure we're talking about here. They're not as common as anthills. So. Right, right. Um, but uh, you seem very concerned there. Well, uh, Groven Snake asked what kind of bike I'm building. <laughs> uh, what? I'm not building any kind of performance bike. I have a old... Honda. Oh, like he's thinking because you're saying you were Bob the Builder and all that oh, stuff and right, confusing right. that. Well, it happens. <laughs> uh, at this point, I need 
a chassis, rolling chassis for drag racing. <laughs> I am not that. Like, my dad was way into Explain. drag racing back in the 60s when it first started as right. a photographer, so I used to follow it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but the bike I have is like uh, an old mini trail Honda that we restored and put a 125 in. Mm-hmm. Then I've got a old CT70 Honda that we're dropping a 140 in. But, again, I'm not that advanced with motorcycles. What does the CT stand for? I don't know. <laughs> Something trail. <laughs> City trail. Um, why? Uh, I, let's, yeah, let's keep fine. going. Yeah. <laughs> um, we go to our next segment here now. What's interesting about the editing of the show this season so far uh, is that it seemed like the they, they have kind of a tapered segment length now. Mm-hmm. So the first chunk of seasons were five equally length segments. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last few seasons have been um, six shorter segments with little, st- you know, pre- you know right. th- which they also abandoned the coming up next on after right. the commercial. Um, they're back to five segments, or sorry, they're back to six segments, but it's it's the first segment and the first two or three segments are like 10 minutes long mm-hmm. each, and then it's like these little short segments too. So I wonder why they did that. Maybe I, it's, I wonder if there was any actual analytics based decision or if it was just. The production company saying, "Yeah, let's get all the meat up front, and then right. talk about the weird shit later." I don't know, but uh, in 2013, um, that Siberian mammoth, this famous mammoth, was found that was flash frozen so fast that there was still intact blood and t- muscle tissue, right? Tissue muscle in there, um, and which is cool. And th- there was other mammoths found in the area, and other animals that literally still had the food they were eating in their mouth, you know, trapped right, in their right, stomach right. or in their mouth or whatever, um, and. Also, that that fruit apparently yeah that they, vegetation is not able to be grown in where they found them. exactly. None but of, again, glaciers move objects, so right. maybe it was just in a glacier that traveled hundreds, if not thousands, you know, yeah. some x amount of miles that then just dumped it off there, and right. now they found it. Yeah. Or maybe they have a nice frozen banana. That's a treat well, you sometimes. Know, you know, get those imported from wherever. Yeah, and you know, get a little extra chocolate and nut yeah. dipped on town. <laughs> A little extra. <laughs> I want no chocolate and nuts, but can I get a little extra, please? <laughs> okay, thank you. It's a little extra treat. Uh, they have Michael Denon, the UCI physics professor, on with a new outfit and a new background. So I, I guess we could go back and look. I never will. But I feel like Denon <laughs> was maybe interviewed the most at one time early on, and they've used his... Just, yeah, cycled through a bunch of stuff. Like, they only had one day with him ever, and they used him for, like, nine seasons worth of shit. Or he used to be a weirdo who wears the same clothes every day. True. I mean, yeah, but he's really only had one or two backgrounds, and now he has, like, a nicer little, like, cool cool guy mm-hmm. shirt, porn doctor shirt. Well, this had a whole new intro with blues and greens yes. and all kinds of weird we shit We also didn't mention around. that. Yeah. It's um, not like the picture's floating. It's more like CG graphics happening. Yes, exactly. A lot more... Like kind of eldritch blue laser light, kind right, of like right, coming right. out of everything. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Denon is on to talk about biology for some reason. I don't know why he's talking about biology, and then later on, the physics of glacier melt and things like right. that, which I guess I could understand more. But again, it's one of those times like, why are you having him coming on talking about woolly mammoths diets and things like right, that? It's right, very right. weird. Um, but I think they get to the point where it's like, well, yeah, he's our resident scientist yeah, yeah. on the show. He takes our calls. <laughs> <laughs> he loves me. Yeah. They talk about um, this guy, Hapgood, who in 1958 wrote uh, about his crustal displacement Uh-oh. theory. Um, a lot about bacon canyons in there mm-hmm. and things like that. But um, Or you sent me that post, that news article about 
the guy that um, snorted dried sperm thinking it was cocaine, <laughs> and he now yeah. has herpes and syphilis. Exactly. Yes. It's a rough life. He had a lot of face tattoos and things. Yeah, he but, looked pretty fucked up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they talk about Siberia and Antarctica basically doing a major, extremely fast shift, and that's how this could be explained. Like, how, the how, flash freezing and exactly. like all this other stuff. Well, and so they kind of get to the Graham Hancock point. So, again, whenever we hear this 12,000 years ago thing... This is all Ice Age cataclysm shit happening, great right. flood stuff happening, the Young Adrias period happening, mm-hmm. uh, actually creating a very steamy, wet environment, exactly. paradoxically. Uh, I never liked the name, but I didn't name it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, almost every day, in my head or out loud, uh, I just quote him from Joe Rogan where he's like extremely pissed off oh, at this right, guy right. from Skeptics Magazine talking. And he's just like, no, no, I never said that. Like <laughs> super <laughs> fast and sharp. Right, right. Um, but uh, anyway, um, they're talking about the, the, the crusts, the tectonic plates that the entire continent of Antarctica and the area of Siberia are on were moving around and shifted and something caused it massively to shift. So mm-hmm. if anyone didn't take basic earth science in elementary school we're all 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 the earth's crust which is many miles thick is sitting on a big steaming sphere of magma right um like in dr evil's lair so thin gel um and everything's moving around but everyone for the most part has knows about pangaea which Mm -hmm. was when most of these tectonic plates were one giant supercontinent and pangaea or pangaea it used to be Pangaea, but apparently you sound dumb if you're saying Pangaea now. Well, it's supposed to be Pangaea because it's supposed to be Earth Gaia, right? So um, Gaia that go the Earth the land right. that goes everywhere. The Earth. So Pan, yes. Um, uh, Dalswood wants to know if we're being paid by Joe Rogan to plug his podcast. Yes, oh, he pays yes, us about ten dollars a plug. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that guy doesn't know. <laughs> he know well. He knows ancient astronaut theory exists because he's had Giorgio and some other people on, but yeah. We got to figure out how to get him on, how to get him <laughs> to mention our show just once. Um, but everyone uh, tweeted Joe, which I think someone did tweet at Joe Rogan to listen. I think to they this, did too. Right? Yeah. yeah, we should start that as our new Twitter campaign. <laughs> and the mentions are only getting bigger. <laughs> it's just bigger type font yes. and longer spaces. Yes. Uh, yeah, tweet at uh, Joe Rogan and just plug the <laughs> fuck out of our show. Sure. Um, he'll see our Twitter account with like a hundred followers. <laughs> um, Very but, uh, but anyway, sorry. I'm sorry, okay? The crusts, the crustal displacement was such a riveting theory that even Albert Ein- Albert Einstein uh, wrote the foreword to that book, which I was right. like, okay, that gives it some credence. I mean, yeah. they didn't say he believed in it, but he was so fascinated I mean, by the possibility. to it, then, yeah. Exactly. So, um, blah, 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 blah. Then Denon is back on talking about plate tectonics. Uh, and how the Earth's crust is shifting slowly like Pangaea, where, again, over millions of years, these tectonic plates are breaking apart, coming together, breaking apart, coming together. So they're also, what they never talked about was, like, there could have been multiple cycles of Pangaea, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they've they've talked about that. Not on the show, right? Yeah. But scientists Not in general. Not my stupid right? teachers because public it, school. Because it eats the crust, and it just cycles through, and then mm. new formations happen. Uh, so these continents right. haven't necessarily been here forever. Right. Or in the shape they've been, right? It's like yeah, they could get eaten up as they go into a subduction zone right. and sucked right out. When I get real hungry, I get an Italian subduction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, inserted directly into my mouth. Um, uh, uh, Michael Salo is on again to talk about uh, if Hapgood's research is true, uh, then this could have happened in only a matter of days and not 
millions of years as previously thought. Even Einstein gave Hepgood his due respect in the forward to his book. So they're having Sala on as like, again, well, not again. If you haven't listened to our Patreon episode about the Cosmic Secret, I made the point that he sounds like, no matter what he's saying, that there's someone off camera holding a gun to his head. Right. Like he just doesn't, he doesn't seem very human. This could just be the way he is, I guess. But um, he seems like he has that like uh, deceptive, clean look, but that old man B.O., that acred old man B.O., mm-hmm. you know, um, all the time. Probably smells like my Uncle Angelo. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in power, Angelo. It smells as him currently and in past. All four foot ten of you. Um, but And I'm not kidding. But uh, uh, here is the... Uh, different map than the Piri Reese map, which they, I thought they were going to talk about the whole time, but it's the Arontus Phineas map. Right. Um, sounds like a football player's name. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, this map was written 300 years, uh, I think in the 1500s it says, 300 years before um, it was, you know, the, that, that guy Cooper or whatever right, was thought right. to have stepped foot on Antarctica, right? Mr. So, Cooper. Yes, hanging with him. Um, but uh, what's interesting is that this continent, which he's not calling Antarctica on this map, right. old Arontos, um, it's called like Australis something, like Australia or yeah. something. But to be fair, they're showing um, this not completely not ice covered map with very detailed d- river deltas, inlets, mountain right. ranges, things like that, um, that end up actually matching the mountain ranges on satellite imagery of modern day Antarctica, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. Um, Drawing it with no no ice, so he either copied it from a very ancient old map, right, which would prove another point, which is that there was a civilization civilization in. before yeah. the ice age happened, right, um, or the before that the shift, you know, the meteor strike right. in the Younger Dryas period, um, or more recently there was no ice on Antarctica, right? So right. oh, Dragon Roll File brings up a, a good point. Was mm-hmm. there ice anywhere on the map? It, it according to or was drying ice even a thing, right? Right. I mean, well, and that was my question, too, was like, well, maybe show some other maps that point out the ice. Now, I'm sure that they're making the argument like, well, they drew what they saw, everything, because it was a map, right? right. But at the same time, was it just not colored, right? Like, it was just kind of a brown beige map. It was was literally pen on brown. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get 40 reams of brown, please? (laughs) Yes, Mr. Phineas, of course. Yes. Uh, Grandma, why are you talking to yourself in the corner like that again? (laughs) Well, you know, it's what I do. (laughs) I'm a cartographer, God God damn it. Yes, you will get your brown. I will give it to Mr. (laughs) Phineas. He will be proud one day of his mapping. And she's just getting ass fucked wow. by her grandson. That's yeah, also enough. yeah. He's he's traversing the bacon canyon. We don't like to talk about that. That's what always. I said is traversing the bacon yeah. canyons. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be huge. Uh, <laughs> A little Trump action there. That's right? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like Oof, now somewhere else. Will, don't talk about this too. But like, what a rump on Trump, huh? He's got a big, beefy butt. Like oh, I he do. doesn't like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, that tennis wide hip. Yep. They always spread around. They're good for uh, baseball. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was like, those photos of Trump are yeah, good for baseball. Yeah. They're great on cards. <laughs> Tradable through the roof. Right. Um, but yeah, it's some some something had to be frozen almost like this. Right. Somewhere, right. But so. I guess Arontis just couldn't let it go. No. Arontis. <laughs> for Arontis. Um but uh, regardless, regardless of the snow <laughs> of factor. Regardless, let's say the yeah. snow is not a factor, right? Right. Uh, that's what I meant when I said regardless of the snow factor. No snow mo. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, the fact that he was drawing the same shaped landmass 
before it was discovered is interesting right. in and of itself because right, they're right, showing right. satellite images and the mountain peaks like to a T in these areas and the river inlets are all accurate. So yep. that is really interesting. So yep. um, as I wrote here, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we get a, a Sook alert here and he says, uh, is it possible that the basis for these maps could have been gleaned? I think it's the first time we hear Sook oh. say gleaned. Uh, from maps that were cartographed (laughs) by extraterrestrial land surveyors. And I'm like, that Mm. sounds like a really boring job. Exactly. Um, And stuck on this planet just to draw a bunch of (laughs) topographical maps. You got to be more sheets of brown and running out over here. God, that guy's going to need them. Should have brought more. You got any post-it browns? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The paper is called browns. (laughs) Yeah, more browns, please. Um, But, uh, oh, that's my favorite football team, the Cleveland Papers. Yes. (laughs) They've done a great job, but really fallen off the past few years. Uh, Ooh, Charlie Paper is my favorite (laughs) comic book strip. Yes. (laughs) Doc Paper did discover time travel. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did hear a coworker of ours today yell very loudly. The (laughs) N-word. Have you ever even read a graphic novel before? Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I was like yeah. dying. I was like, what the fuck? They were having a heated conversation <laughs> about who is the best Joker. And oh, I kept hearing Joker, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Joker, whatever. Another but. person, I don't know if he was trolling or not, but said they shouldn't have resurrected another Joker since Heath Ledger died. I see. Yeah. Was that balling? Yeah. Yeah. And that it's a dark one and whatever. And the right. other person's like, well, have you read a graphic novel? Because they're all yeah. Joker is just very it's insane dark in and general. dark. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, that Anyways. was a very interesting out of context yeah. uh, experience today. <laughs> uh, and then Childress chimes in here and says, "You gotta wonder. I mean, you gotta fucking wonder, guys." He just looks dead on in the camera. Now he's like, "You gotta wonder what kind of twelve thousand year old civilization this was. Could it have been?" This is where he starts acting, and he just like again, it's almost like, "Okay, David, we need you to say something for the yeah. the coming very back from serious. commercial or whatever." Yeah. It's like. Couldn't it have been extraterrestrials? Right. Uh, but we love it, of course. But we know he plays up that because yes. in the past few panels we've seen him, he's like, some kind of thing. Yeah. Like He waits for the big <laughs> hit. So for him to yeah. just like, oh, if I say it in this cadence yes. and this phrase, yeah. maybe I'll get more airtime. I yeah. I wonder, This is this again, I'm not claiming anything, but I wonder if since December 2017 – when the anchor of the show has always been the Childress impression for the most part. Right. I mean, all their impressions, but the Childress impression, right? Yeah. Never, we didn't go, now we couldn't prove it because we never went to panels or anything like that, but it seems like only in the past year, somehow, the acceptance and proliferation uh, of the Childress impression has grown and swirled in the ancient astronaut theory world to the point that it is at public events. And I think, I wouldn't put it past... Someone that, that it wasn't heard by someone that heard the show, heard by someone, heard by someone that was like starting to do so. That, maybe you know? to do an impression, mm-hmm. I will say maybe, mm-hmm. but making fun of him, like we got started right. because of a YouTube video, That's Supercut, true. which has a gajillion views too. You're right. So we can't take full You're right. credit. So not, it is not hard a gajillion, to say. but quite a lot. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, I think, hundreds of thousands. Some kind of sky. Oh, I didn't spell Skyrite. I spelled Uh-oh. it normally, which means just a Wikipedia article comes exactly. up. Um, some kind of sky posted by the irreverent uh, 
Rasmus Wasberg uh, has 65,055 views as oh, of today. There you go. Posted on January 8th, 2012. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah. Why do I even watch this series? It starts <laughs> off with. Um, but so, yeah, it's hard to say. I think we've contributed. I'm, just, I'm bullshitting, no, but I'm I know, just like, I, I'm, I am funny. I'm, I am funny, you know. Yeah. No, I am wondering if the, because it just seems weird that the show had been on for seven years at that point, and it wasn't already part of the zeitgeist, and now now they're doing it to each other on Twitter and at these shows and things. Right, so it's, right, I don't right. know. It's weird. So. Um, it may just be a popularity thing where they can now they they've realized the characters they become in the zeitgeist of ancient astronaut theory right, and they're right. owning up to it. So, uh, Groban Snake wants to know if we think uh, the moon is part of the Earth or artificial, but that's part a whole Earth. separate thing. But, yes. yeah. it's pretty clear evidence that it's part of the Earth. Right, but, right. Um, but uh, yeah, we could talk about that. I'm I'm I wonder if there's was there an episode about that? Not an episode, but yeah, there, we talked about the moon about or something. Yeah. We, we've definitely done it before. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Cosmic Secret was right. all about how the Anunnaki right. used the moon as a ship or something to fucking right, right, travel right. here and fart. So um, the next segment, we go to Edfu, Egypt, as opposed to Edfu Young, right. um, the delicious Chinese dish. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm from New York, everyone. <laughs> all, you and all I know love this. I'm pretty picky about Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> These HelloFresh Chinese meals <laughs> have been only getting bigger. <laughs> General So, General So what? Because holy shit, I will eat whatever you put down my gullet. I think he's earned the rank of Admiral So <laughs> in my book. Uh, but uh, anyway, we go to the Temple of Edfu, which is... The one of the most well-preserved ancient Egyptian temples, dating from 237 BC. Uh, Robert Bavel is back, the, the original Egyptologist on the show. Um, he's bearded Bavel now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't usually like, there's really nothing to make fun of with him, because he's just kind of a normal, right. actual Egyptologist. And he's always very pragmatic. He's like, I mean, I can't answer the question if there's something up in the sky, or these were gods and aliens Some or what. Some kind of skies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, David Hutcher Bavel. Uh, but he he mentions how this temple is known for having basically floor-to-ceiling text that's almost all about the origin of the Egyptian world, the right, origin right, of the right. world. So um, it talks about uh, the, the gods creating, these three types of gods creating the island of the egg on Earth. And that was like, it's almost like Avalon or some, some sort of magical origin place of the gods. And I, I guess... Therefore, humanity, they don't really talk about humanity spawning from there, but right. I don't know. Seems to be where life was all formed. So, uh, Kufu, Nine Inch Kufu himself. Got a whole thick is back. Yeah. Uh, Rami Romani. But this is like his, This is these are his like audition seasons here. He's got, he doesn't have his Indiana Jones look, um, which honestly is the Sukalos and right, Childress right, look right, at this right. point. But um, he doesn't have that look. He's just in a suit, slick back hair. He's got his wavy hair. Um He's more in his high pitch mode. He's talking, you know, just a talking head, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah not the long, delicious looks. Exactly, <laughs> not not Con Romney. Yeah, um, but uh, and then Bavel describes that these creator gods were split up into three groups: sages, builders, and these mysterious ones called Shebtu. Right. S h e b t i u. But it's frustrating because he never goes. They never go into what these mysterious Shebtu could have been. Right. Uh, I thought that was going to be the whole segment was about or like oh they're the ones that left people there I I don't know but yeah. um they all contributed to, the, to building this island of the egg um and but the Shebtu were the ones that like 
built the first temples that then became the model for all temples in the Egyptian right. world. So, um, and this is where Rami Romani, uh, we get a, what is it, a, a Romani ram <laughs> something, rammed by Romani, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Rami's ramrod right. or something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But uh, quoting Rami Romani here, um, he says, ancient Egyptians believed with all their heart that everything listed and inscribed on these walls were true, true, true. Yeah. The devoted ones even believe that that island exists. So just saying that the Egyptians, you know, dev- devotee, right. devotees in Larange County. We are all devotees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, uh, that technically is how you would say a drink, a drinking tea that was devo themed in German. Yeah. Oh, there oh, we go. Into devotee. Um, we but, the devoteca. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, making the point that re- that the Egyptians took their religion literally as their history. It wasn't right. a faith-based thing for them. So right. um, the Edfu text challenges everything. Challenges <laughs> my love of Italian food. <laughs> um, Pasta primavera. Also on that comer- his on Ryan Sprague's God, <laughs> Hello, sorry, we were Hello Fresh commercial. We don't uh, have anyone giving us commercials, so no. <laughs> we'll do a commercial for HelloFresh yes. based on what's his coupon code or how do we know so it works? Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's it skies, skies or something, or something like that. Okay. Yeah, well, just or try it. Go to HelloFresh. Skies, maybe somewhere skies. Okay, HelloFresh.com/slash um, somewhere skies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm gonna do that sometime. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com slash somewhere skies. Which okay. I mean, it might have been an episode from four Who months knows? ago. Who I don't know. Oh, a four oh four error. Uh oh, um, definitely not somewhere skies yeah. in. Sorry, sorry, Ryan. <laughs> um, your traffic from our that show would be funny. Is only yeah, getting if we just <laughs> if we plug other people's commercials with their like dumb code yeah. to <laughs> traffic. Because one uh, of them did like slash CPC. I'm like, that's cost per click. That's not the fucking show. Like whoever put that code in the goddamn idiot. That's. <laughs> My paperclip <laughs> campaign. <laughs> and, the sounds, and the bids are only oh, getting bigger. And that almost sounds a little Trumpy. Yeah. Too. <laughs> the bids are going to be huge. <laughs> That's They're like a weird, I don't know. Oh, sorry. The Edfu text talk uh, of the island's fate. Uh, with some of those god casts of gods that stayed behind, yeah. uh, Bobble said there was like a war going on between this positive seeming falcon god and this snake god called the Great Leaping One. Um, my grandpa had a thing called the Great Leaping One in his pants. Yeah, uh, he had a string on it, and it was kind of snake like. Exactly. But it's a little game. Um, you used I didn't. To play. I didn't see it. I mostly just tasted it. So. Right, and he had a very racist Asian accent yes, exactly. as the Great Leaping One spoke to you. Exactly. You. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> you will get in my pants. I'm not gonna yeah. go too crazy. Uh, pivot, pivot. Sorry, from yeah. Grove and Snake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, 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 so the Great Leaping One uh, in this war was defeated, but also flopped around and basically, oh yeah, seemingly caused what they what seemed to be the Great Flood and destroyed this right. island. So. Um, and it washed away the gods that had stayed there. They're showing shots of now Antarctica and whatever, um, which, again, don't always like because they're leading yeah. leading the evidence here. But Cogney Collins is on again, and he says, uh, uh, Might be the great leaping one was the memory of that comet that came out of our asteroid belt and caused all the devastation and dis- destruction of 12,000 years ago. So that is, I mean, again, if the whole show... 
was, okay, here's this fantastic piece of evidence. Here's right. a real thing it could have been. Yeah. I do like that, right? Let's line them up. Right. Yeah. As opposed to, oh, it was a ship because they called it a fire-breathing dragon. You know, it's like, right. it's, I don't know. But um, And then Medallion Man comes on and talks. About, he didn't really have any great, you know, m- moments on the show. Um, is that what we call it? Medallion Man moments? Medallion Man. What was it, Bobandy? He usually remembers. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And it was Martell moment. Is Martell. Martell moment. Medallion Man mention? Maybe, yeah. Weren't we doing something like with... Uh, Amulet asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's like the Glimmer Man? Didn't we have some sort of like oh, reference yeah. to that? Or yeah, something? did we? I can't remember if we ever landed on a Medallion I Man can't thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, he says he talks about how Plato, the Greek writer, used the this island of the egg story in the Temple of Edfu as inspiration for his description of Atlantis, which is weird because they've never mentioned that before. They've mm-hmm. talked about Plato and his Atlantis thing all the time, but. In their other episode, they talk about how Plato got all of the information from his grandfather, right. who claimed to be a priest from Atlantis, right, and knew all or knew priests Somehow, of Atlantis yeah. or something. So it's kind of weird, but uh, and it's described at Plato described it as an island in the ocean that's as big as Libya, um, right. and so and Libya is like right to the west of Egypt yeah. or whatever. And but I don't know how, but they found us. <laughs> Who's that, Marty? Yeah. Run for it, Marty. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Libyans! Um, Not going to blow everyone's speakers out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doc Paper, we got to run! <laughs> um, the Libyans! <laughs> um, but yeah, they talk. this is where they talk about the pole shifting seven degrees, which an asteroid impact could have done that, I guess. So it could have been the Younger Drives period. But um, Hancock doesn't really describe, and his me- whole meteor scientist crew, doesn't really describe about a pole shifting happening. It's, it's more that it is... The meteors going, the asteroids going all over the oceans and steaming everything up mm-hmm. and creating and changing the environment that right, way, right. right? So, um, the next segment's all about how there could be a bunch of alien stuff under the ice that attracted Nazis and later U.S. soldiers. Um, we go to Hamburg. And I just wrote Hamburg, Nazi times. We yeah. all know what time period that is. 30s into the 40s. Uh, there's some awesome. That's when it was known as Cheeseburg. Yes. <laughs> Did you make that joke? Okay, so you burger. say Cheeseburg. Uh, say I said, I said in the city, <laughs> I said, Hamburg in the city of ketchup. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Next to Hot Dog Town. Yeah. <laughs> ketchup Palace. Um, uh, I just wrote, got some awesome Hitler footage here. So yeah. cool. <laughs> Ripping. Uh, they talk about uh, how Hitler sent a bunch of folks, including people from the Thule group, which seemed very similar to the Vril Society. Right. But then I think the Vril Society didn't really exist by that. They were inspired by the Vril Society, but then the Thule group would then... But then there's also the the Abernerba group or whatever right. it was too. Anyway, there, I'm sure there was multiple occult groups within the yeah, Nazi yeah. Uh, uh, Brotherhood. So, um, But anyway, they were these like occult mystic guys, a uh, bunch of soldiers. A huge flotilla is sent out there with the in the, Schwa- the, the Schwabenland ship. Um, and they have some footage of it, too, which is interesting. So uh, Childers chimes in here and says uh, uh, they were searching for this lost Arctic home that they thought the Aryans had come from a long time ago. So, And remember that the Nazis believed that the Aryan race was a group of aliens from the Adelbaran star system right. who were of the pure white skin and blonde hair and blue eyes, mm-hmm. and that their DNA... Basically, they replace Aryans with the, An- the Anunnaki with the Aryan story. Right. And they're the ones that came and 
uh, you know, spread their seed on the planet, created to humans, and that the more Aryan DNA you had, the more pure-blooded you were and more right. the, the uberman you were. So they were always looking for evidence of these alien Aryans. So again, if this is your first time listening, remember that the Nazis were ancient astronaut theorists as well. Right, so, right. Uh, Michael Sala's on a lot here. Uh, this is where I read he's just unsettling. He doesn't uh, uh, blink, but once every 20-some seconds. Mm-hmm. And I said it looks like he's wearing a skinwalker suit because he's yeah. not human underneath. So um, they talk about Base 211 being apparently established under the ice by the Nazis, and people fucking live there and whatever. Uh, George Norrie comes on to just repeat what the narrator Robert Clotworthy says and contributes nothing as always. We get a Wilcock drip here, and he says, I think it's the first one. He says, when the Germans got to Antarctica, my ancestors included, no, he says, got to Antarctica, what they found was advanced cities that were highly technological, and these buildings were not just on the surface, but they went down underground. They repressurized these ancient facilities and reoccupied them. I'm like, that's a lot of very specific information. Because then what happens next is that they they uh, got kicked out of there when the fucking war ended, apparently. But um, but then he also says that they went back and hid there after World War II. It's like Brazil and Antarctica or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, So then I was like, okay, well, if in the 30s or early 40s they made it to Antarctica, found working alien cities... Where was all of that advanced tech during the war? Because right, you better right. believe it only took a couple months to to float back, yeah, and bring and some of that float. shit, yeah, bring yeah. some of that shit back to win the war, um, unless it was just boring housing technology <laughs> or something like that, right? right. But um, but still, it, that that part of it made no sense to me. So, I'm, and also, how are you so sure, Wilcock? Oh wait, your buddy Corey Good, who gets all his information from aliens and right, what secret right. space program shit, tells you everything. So, yeah. again, listen to the Cosmic Secret. Patreon episode. Patreon campaign. Do we ever? T- did they ever talk about uh, like if there was? So if you read the wanted, do Comic. you read trade paperbacks? <laughs> graphic novel or graphic novel? <laughs> so like in that series, he corrected someone's pronunciation of Wisconsin today. To oh, fuck whatever. <laughs> um, it's not Wisconsin, and that is not what the person said. <laughs> oh god. Um, okay. Wanted. So, wanted. So, wanted. Wanted. It, it's not wanted. a secret, but basically in that book, yeah. The movie is like very different yeah, than the yeah. book. The James McAvoy, Angelina Jolie right. movie is very, very the watered down and just simply different. Fifteen minutes are probably almost word for word the book, and right. then it just totally shifts. Yeah, but basically, when he's like in the coffee shop and all that shit. Yeah, and he's like sweating before he like yeah. finds out he has kind of powers or yes. something. The power to but, make anything a weapon. Which, well, yeah. yeah, but in the book again, he doesn't exactly. He's just a super right. assassin, but yeah. Well, no, they say he per- he has the power to pick up anything and perfectly execute it as a weapon, like right, a pen right. or a fucking but rock. But in or the movie, they're all assassins and right. they all spin bullets. Because my point is, yes. they're all actual super villains. <laughs> Curve bullets. <laughs> they yeah. all spin bullets. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, these bolts be a spin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the gun does that. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Sorry, I'm in here a lot. I'm coming. Uh, <laughs> So basically, the the villains win the war yeah. against everyone, yes. and then cloud the history and everyone's memory yes. and consciousness of what is reality, yes. so they can live in secret and be super overlords yeah. of everything. Yeah, the head mad so, scientist villain guy creates a reality altering machine, right? That changes everyone. That everyone then the thinks world. the villains and all that war was co- just comic books, exactly. and that the heroes are winning and exactly. all this stuff. 
So if we ever talked about an ancient astronaut theory with like a Wilcock, like mm. did the Nazis actually win the war oh. a la, or even Man in the High Castle or whatever, yes. like win the war and we're living in a false reality. So they, because everything that they talk about is like, they were super advanced technology. Right. They were getting, you know, the spiritual shit. They right. were getting alien shit. They right. live in Antarctica. They're already on the moon. It's like, how can they be in all these places and lose the war? Right. Like. So maybe and they the, and the the best way to cover up my identity is to say I shot myself in a bunker yeah. after they blew up all the Japanese yes. people. Um, we recently yeah. had a an event we went to where some guy was doing a Hitler impression without doing it, uh, it just yeah, as a general yeah. German impression. Yeah, it didn't didn't go too well. Um, but I mean, just like is that is that a theory? Right, that they d- developed such advanced tech that yeah. they alter the reality. So you're or, saying that I'm not even that addicted to Italian food. <laughs> I'm actually addicted I can't stop saying it. I to love ramen it. noodles. Uh, that or I've yeah. been thinking to... Is, wow. the, is the Asian accent of my grandfather with the great leaping one <laughs> just a ruse yeah. of Adolf Hitler? Yum lunch. <laughs> Uh, but they also talk about like with the super collider, like oh maybe oh yeah things have been happening and and variables right. have happened. So like maybe after the atom bomb, something did right. happen and we, it did alter our reality a rift and shift in us into a different dimension. But dimensional sorry, spillage, just getting out there a little bit on some of these ideas. Time but, slippage. No, that is really interesting um, because yeah, it's like what because exactly just like in Wanted, what's to stop? What's to stop? And, and you could argue. Oh, maybe the fucking ancient Egyptians who had all this technology have been doing that forever and we're just living in a future right. evolution state of Egyptians or Atlanteans or whatever. Right, right, right. Because, yes, uh, Groven Sake said, yes, what if they just did that and said, fuck this and we're going to another dimension? Exactly. And then Sir Dubbingsley has joined oh, us now. Oh, hello. Says, how you doing? Uh, Third Coast Waves are icy and ripping, Steve. Come on, you know, Daddy wants a taste. Well, always. Third Coast Waves? Because that's where he lives by the lakes. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. Lake Michigan. Oh. Exactly. Um, yeah, so then after the war was, hey, I mean, according to Steve, maybe not even one. There you go. Uh, just led to believe we were one. Um, all to turn humans <laughs> into this. <laughs> Topo Chico Empty bottles. choke. <laughs> Topo Chico bottles. <laughs> the yes, Nazis were addicted to it. They need Morpheus. filling stations. I mean, stations. Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Tom. What was that? Neo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, green pills or something. Yes. <laughs> Uh, is that Tom DeLonge <laughs> yeah, playing Neo yeah. in, the, in the Matrix? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is all about all the small things. <laughs> That's a classic Tom DeLonge impression. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the small things. That's <laughs> what it's about. Hitler sucks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just living in my own dimension. <laughs> Uh, we get a total chime in here. Did you ever about... jerk off to that nurse with the the jugs on that album cover? Oh, I saw Janine porno starring Janine, the porn star. She yeah. she was in. Oh, that was a porn. She was star. in. Yeah, that was Janine. Okay, uh, like Madonna. That just her Janine, name, just yes. okay. And she she was in one of the blondages with mm. uh, Jenna Jameson oh, back yes. in the day. So yeah, and where the girls aren't. Oh uh, yeah, I think I remember my brother talking about those. Because she because she was heavily by like she was. I mean, okay. I think she married some dude actually, but she was like. Yeah. Very into Both. 90s lesbian porn. So, yeah. um, but uh, never starring in it, just watching it on video and then selling right. those videos. The content. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's only getting big. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian f- <laughs> And these pies, I tell you, are only 
Tiny Titty Bear. Uh, he's just watching, yeah. throwing the crust yeah. up. And, oh, my God. <laughs> the dough. <laughs> oh, dear Christ. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I can't think. Uh, yeah, sorry. After the war, the U.S. sent people uh, a big flotilla of their own to Antarctica in 1946. Uh, Childish chimes in here to expound a little bit. Uh, during this Operation High Jump, which I thought he said High Chop, <laughs> uh, there were stories that were quite strange, which uh, ended, uh, and the whole campaign ended. <laughs> campaign. Right. Easy ended, joke, Ron. <laughs> ended quite early. Uh, stories of craft coming up from the water and flying saucer type vehicles. Uh, Wilcott comes on and you know says that like he's like these saucers were coming up and you know cutting ships in half with light beams. So basically saying like they these ships were just fucking the U.S. flotilla up so that they limped back to the U.S. In Wilcock's yeah. words, so um, it is weird that I haven't heard that much about this even in. The cons we've been to or anything right. like that. Because that would be a huge, like, where's all the research on the documentation of that event? Right. Like, about the witnesses there and whatever. But then, of course, they're like, and the government told them not to talk about it ever again. I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot of programs like that or or initiatives like that. Right. That have had things leaked and documents, yeah. you know, released and all that leaked. stuff. And yeah. so, wait, what? <laughs> I said, I have things leaked. <laughs> um, but, 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 uh, they then talk about... Um, that there might be alien proof in a the prehistoric <laughs> underground, under ice lake. Right. And that is Lake Vostar. Uh, it's buried under two miles of ice. It's a lake underwater, under oh, frozen yes. water. Yes. They didn't really go into like, is the water moving down there? Like, is there thermal heat heating it? Or well, is it just, is it just that there's an ice block of two miles and then land with a lake under there? So it could be a couple things. It could be water melting that then drains there. Right. Or it's probably actually super salty water uh, because that's that what happens frozen. with these glaciers. Yeah, they freeze and then the water, water just becomes super salinated. Do you think – they said there's Salinate. a lot of lakes there. It's a land o lakes. Yeah. So you think it's buttery, it could salted be. butter it under there? It could be a beautiful Native American woman there. Exactly. Just looking over all of it. Tiger lily. Um, but <laughs> Tiger lily is only getting oh. bigger. <laughs> I'm Peter Pan. <laughs> I never get older, and that's what my that's how my grandpa likes to keep it. Uh, no, we. It is funny that Tinkerbell is only getting bigger. <laughs> my wife is going insane right now with how much we're repeating. I haven't seen her in the things. chat, so she's uh, gonna be soon. yeah, she left. She uh, she pulled her free Twitch Prime <laughs> subscription from our account. But um, uh, no, we. I think we said on our Alien Can, <laughs> alien can re- Italian Food Recap episode way worse things about like him getting fucked in the bathroom or something like that or whatever. I, but because he looked like a kid. Maybe that's a long time ago. <laughs> we didn't have the respect we have for Mr. Sprague. Um, <laughs> oh I'm really curious if any of this at all gets back. <laughs> exactly. Because um, uh, again, at Contact in the Desert, we'll probably see him and right. probably talk to him. So I'll put it in the show now. Yeah, <laughs> we discuss Ryan Sprague yeah. somewhere in this guy's heavily in this episode, <laughs> and you know that guy's gonna do a search or someone will tag. I'll tag him on Twitter. We'll, yeah, yeah. We hey, check we, the new. <laughs> we have a highly intellectual discussion about some of Ryan Sprague's latest content. Yes, where we <laughs> analyze it and probe deeper. <laughs> Italian food getting bigger, getting bigger, getting bigger. Uh, thanks for sticking with my OCD repetition. We're down to two viewers, <laughs> which we're at ten at one point. <laughs> but this this OCD repetition is literally how you my impressions them. have gotten. Okay, yeah. like, yeah. and so 
You're seeing the we're, we're pulling <laughs> we're, pulling, we're, we're pulling the meat behind the curtain <laughs> behind <laughs> pulling the meat curtains back for you. <laughs> uh, getting a little delirious. And I will show you so you we have you how the Grandpa? sausage is Grandpa, made. is that the great leaping one? Yes. <laughs> I am the dragon, the one forever bound to you who will splish oh. splash in this little bath. <laughs> Tastes like Admiral So's chicken. <laughs> Admiral Gerald's. <laughs> no, because remember I said you were like Gerald oh, So, so oh, good. Okay. I said in my book he's reached the rank. Oh, okay, of sorry. So. I try to keep up. Um, <laughs> I can show you all how the sausage is made. <laughs> the sausage, exactly. Um, what if you can make it's like so, an so. orange chicken sausage? You can do anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess would just be a chicken sausage with orange, orange. glaze on I it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to get into okay, something okay. like that. Uh, sorry. Do some prep work. The, uh, the pilots have recorded huge magnetic irregularities uh, on the southeast corner of this lake at a 50 mile diameter. So that's the southeast corner is 50 mile diameter. This is like, I think they said it's like 80 miles across or something like right. that. <laughs> 80 miles. Across. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> let's finish this. Sorry. Up. I can't stop. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, this this magnetic <laughs> anomaly center um, <laughs> is as strong as an entire city's power output. So it's a pretty yeah. big magnetic spike. Um, so they're wondering what's under there. Is it a city? Is it a base? Is it a UFO that's just releasing a huge right, amount of right. power? Um, NASA, or sorry, the NSA has now kiboshed yeah. that lake as a flyover zone. So you can't fly over it. Right, it's, right. No, uh, it's, it's no This limits. is the big hole, right? Yes. Uh, no, that's coming oh, up. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. Uh, Linda Moulton Howe introduces that hole. Yes. Um, shows us that hole, uh, but that is, but because the NSA freaked out about it, that is suspicious to right. be sure. Like, why can't you fly over some lake? Right. Like, who fucking cares? Exactly. Because it was never like for safety reasons. You know, right. well, it's like then you're admitting that there's some force coming out of there that's making right. planes unsafe, which is insane. So, um, or maybe I mean, just randomly, maybe they're scared it will crash and drown. Like, right? They're like. Nope, we just don't want that risk. If you're already at a high risk and flying around in Antarctica, and you right. do have to land in an emergency, right? You can't fly over that because then you literally can't land, and you're just right. 100% fucked. But I can't but imagine that would be the NSA no, having know, that warning too. Just, no, and I know what you're yeah. saying, but yeah, it's like the NSA wouldn't care about air traffic Random safety. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and if it's the NSA, can't anyone from a different like? Do we own Antarctica? Like. Fuck off, guys. Yeah, like, there's like this is where they talk about how there's the yeah. seven countries that each have a claim right, right. in Antarctica, these limited areas. But um, this is where love that joke that Linda Moulton Howe, uh, who was a you know longtime journalist, was approached. She's telling the story of that she was approached years ago by this retired Navy pilot in Antarctica at McMurdo Base, which has like you know the most 1,200 people at a time, Americans, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, and America alone has 68 bases. I might have said that before. Um, this guy was doing. Tons of missions like normal, nothing out of the ordinary, living that Antarctica life, mm-hmm. that ice life. And uh, and then all of a sudden, high strangeness, which is another term on these podcasts that start coming up the past few years, um, high strangeness starts occurring where he and his crew are seeing these like groups of three silver, you know, d- saucer shaped craft. Yeah. Um, also, Ryan Sprague does commercials for that saucer Los Angeles brand, too. Oh, really? It, yeah. So they use premium materials and use the Summer Skies, whatever, get a 20% discount. Right. On yeah, whatever my code is. To show your pride for UFO, all things UFOlogy or whatever. Right, right. So, um, but, uh, 
just I, obsessed with him now. Yeah. <laughs> trying to find any way to bring him up. Huh, Joe? Huh, want, you love him? I love him. Okay? Okay, I love him. All right, I'm fucking uh, done. <laughs> Why don't you have him be your co-host? <laughs> <laughs> and he knocks on the door. Yeah. Oh, hey, Rye. <laughs> I'm going to live here now. <laughs> My own house? Yes. That bed's lovely, and I've taken up magic the past few weeks. <laughs> Magic the Gathering, um, but uh, 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 sorry. Ooh, the fourth seal says, "How's it going?" Ooh. I don't know who that is. Hello, but... the fourth seal. Yes, that's a or, 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 or. That's the no, fourth seal. Exactly. Um, but uh, uh, they see these silver saucer-shaped crafts, uh, cement like not symmetrically in tandem groups, uh, darting around these mountain peaks really fast. Uh, it happened over and over again, multiple sightings, and then. Uh, goes away. They're, the next day or a couple days later, they're going. They're flying for a. They got called for a medical emergency, right? And it's over that same area, and this is where the big ice butthole, like it's like an inverted volcano of ice into the world. Um, so big kind of like funnel shaped crater hole at the bottom, right? And they're flying over it. They land to try to, and oh, and all their all their shit starts going haywire in, the, in their plane. Apparently, not enough to crash, so they mm. land, and a bunch of suits, Washington D.C style suits start screaming at these navy men to get the fuck out of here never come back and never talk about this again mm-hmm. um and so you know why would f- the feds be obsessed with this area right um why were they called out there there was right. a medical emergency what happened why was that you know going on call called yeah. right yeah. um but uh, so again super weird um very high strangers to, for yeah. sure um and this is where love that joker linda says there's something about this hole that's causing problems. And I'm like, <laughs> you might want to see a doctor for yeah, that, Linda. A dry hole. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just go around showing the kids at the park this anymore, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it will cause problems. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you've got those bumps that are just oozing that liquid. It's not old cum, it's pus. Okay? <laughs> that's a disease you're spreading. <laughs> that's a great probing ancient alien, ancient alien shirt. It's not cum, <laughs> it's pus. It's pus. Yeah. Remember, kids, it's that's not cum, it's pus. <laughs> and that's disease you're spreading. Uh, this is where they do mention Richard Byrd again, uh, who was the like famous you know post World War II explorer. Yeah, flew around the world. Apparently, saw the giant hollow inner Earth yeah. entrance point yeah. at the yeah. pole. Um, he he heavily describes what's in there, but I don't think he says he flies in there, does he? I could have sworn, or he flies down. Yeah, I could have sworn right? there in one of the previous episodes they right. did talk about a, a pilot who allegedly flew into it and I think then that was flew him. out or yeah, claimed to I think have like, right. traveled yeah. the distance in like 30 minutes. Because he saw that there was no, oh yeah, he went out the other pole or something in like 30 minutes or something. But he And he claimed that there was no ice or snow in the hole, meaning there was warmth coming from in there, which, right. I mean, it was the core of the earth, that's one thing. Yeah. But um, they're literally showing a fake drone view going in the hole, and there's a whole sun inside right. and a whole, a whole blue sky earth. and water and yeah. earth and whatever. Um, Four Seal asks, have you guys seen the Commander David Fravor stuff? Oh, they just talked about him on some episode, too. Hold on. was he? A, is he one of the Rendlesham Forest guys? Uh, maybe. I feel like Fravor. I've listened to multiple things about Rendlesham yes. Forest lately. On uh, other David Fravor, McMenamin's UFO Festival. Encounter with UFO. Hiya. Fravor, Fravor. Shall do free. Fravor. Uh, oh, oh, Fravor is the Nimitz guy, the guy with the. He's on. He was on Unidentified, or they talked about uh, him on Unidentified. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, he was, I think that, or maybe he was on that show. Anyway, I think that he went to his house. He had that really nice house and he was a retired commander. Mm, mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we saw the tic tick tick tac toe crafts and whatever. And so, yeah, I think that was Freyrus. Right. Uh, so yes, we've talked about him on uh, some Patreon episodes. Yes, exactly. He's a very handsome man for yes. sure. Um, but yeah, if if for sale, if you have a question or something, let us yeah. know. Um, but, 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 Childress describes this inner Earth uh, or Bird's inner Earth statements and how the government shut him down when he returned. They're showing all these cool pictures of him, you know, coming back. There's a parade for him, all the stuff with, and I think Roosevelt's fucking shaking yeah. his hand or whatever. Um, and uh, and you have to wonder if the South Pole is some kind of extraterrestrial entry zone. Uh, I think that's the whole Linda's talking about. It gives trouble. Uh, some kind of portal. And so important that it has to be controlled by the military. Um, the last segment is all about Antarctic ice growing, despite what the lib what the libtards are out there saying. Being a showing. Uh, no, I'm a growing. <laughs> growing like my beautiful tennis-bearing hips. Yeah. Just wider and fatter. Uh, um, But uh, so they're making the point here that despite on Cockney Collins, he's like, he's like, now they're showing you on fucking TV. No, he's like, they're showing you on television that the entire ice caps are melting across the whole of Antarctica. And it's just not true. So he's talking about how like there's glacier degradation in this one specific area. But in fact, the the rest of the the ice growth in Antarctica is having like record growth every year or something. So right, and is it thicker or wider? But exactly. I mean, is it getting taller or is it expanding out? Yeah, they didn't really make that that's clear. Like a big deal, yeah. and I think they've actually been focusing more on the North Ice having issues mm-hmm. than the South. Like Got it. South Pole, I don't maybe because there's no polar bears or something. Right. But I think North seems to like be losing the polar bears. Just those demon penguins with prolapses. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they're, they'll chase it down. They've got those leathered tubes ready to go at oh, yeah. drop of a hat and yep. teleport wherever they Oh, yeah. Need. They can teleport right up to the North Pole in 30 minutes yeah, like straight. Richard, Good Richard Bird. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, but then you have like Greenland, Iceland. I think like, I feel Murmur. like when I okay. see. We haven't said yeah, that that's forever. Us, yeah. <laughs> From some kind of sky. Yes. Uh, but I feel like that's where you're seeing bigger issues with mm. ice. You know, melting and dropping off. Then so I the liberal agenda stuff. continues. You're to saying the north. <laughs> Let's just hope they don't touch my precious Italian food. <laughs> uh, we get a will. NASA going to feed into that right now. <laughs> NASA admits this uh, in 2015 that the ice yeah. is actually growing. We get a Wilcock trip here. He says we can't rule out the possibility that there are active cities being maintained by the extraterrestrials right now. And that those cities, when they are powered up or expanded in size, are giving off some kind of heat. And that heat, in turn, is melting the ice above them. Which is an interesting point, if there's some sort of thermal energy happening underneath in a very specific zone. Yeah, you feel like they would have exhaust ports, though, to deal with that. But yeah, Right, you wouldn't want to overheat just the sky above you underground. Um, But but also, isn't it just, is it possible that there's just some, I don't know, bigger like hotter source of magma or thermal energy right. in one spot like right like a hot spring or yeah because there's like yeah. there's thermal vents everywhere so yeah, maybe yeah. it's just starting They're to melt the through the fucking ocean right. <laughs> isn't it possible there's thermal vents or something yeah they're at the bottom <laughs> of the fucking <laughs> ocean <laughs> they wear as fuck you want <laughs> some wasted old yeah. grid <laughs> why are you trying to podcast <laughs> with me you fucking can uh, uh, uh Sooks is on and he's kind of like sort of the, so far this season he's like 
the kind of old gentleman of the show or something. When well, he's got like, his own medallion going. Yes. Um, yeah, He and he has like super like a Maybelline commercial version of his hair. His hair is like symmetrically like quaffed back. He's right. got this like maroon fucking Five. grandma pattern shirt. Yeah. Um, Italian couch pattern shirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, his own like chunky medallion type yes. necklace thing. Uh, but he's kind of doing the Von Daniken role so far. I mean, this is right. se- episode one of season 11, but he's just kind of coming on with general shit. He's not really making any interesting points. And we just want general so. Yes. <laughs> Admiral, my friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In my book. <laughs> um, and we get another Wilcock trip here. And he says, we may end up in a civilization where this can't be covered up anymore as gigantic objects start peeking through that ice, which is, again, that's a pretty fair point, and, yeah. and they're tying it back. They do a good job bookending it with the pyramid caps, you know, so the so-called pyramid right. caps, so-called pseudo pyramid okay. caps, peeking out I of the I do forget <laughs> that ice. They, this was about pyramids, <laughs> yes. and like most of the show's about holes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> holes and magnets and yeah. weird shit, so... Um, Nori comes on to say the same thing that the last four people just said, but in a dumber way for dumber people that just want an emotional appeal. Right. Because he always goes, it's this and this, and it's crazy. And in th- and this one he goes, now there could be things under that ice. We just don't know. But when we do, it'll just change everything we know. It's like, okay, right. thanks, George. Great. For nothing. It's uh, great. The next episode is Destination Mars. So... That is either now. Let me get your feedback on this. When you think of Mars, does that really does it excite you or kind of bore you or somewhere in between? I think of a chocolate bar that no one wants at Halloween. Yes. Give me that Snickers, baby. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the idea of Mars, I don't really give a shit about. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool if you found life or something right. stupid there. But uh, I'm in, I'm intrigued about Mars and or the Moon. I'm not intrigued about these people talking about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes. And uh, I'm intrigued about it when we're looking at pictures and looking at weird structures yeah. and things like that. But, yeah. like, when it's just going to be about, because it's, what, 2016, the fucking SpaceX things, you know, the Elon Musk, whatever things happen, Richard yeah. Branson things happening about, you know, cataloging the people that want to go on the one-way mission. Right, it's right. like, you know, it's, I mean, we could watch, or maybe The Martian came out in 2016 and they're doing, right. they've been known well, to do those well. weird shitty tie-ins with like, like yeah. that. But, um, but anyway, so that'll be... Interesting, Whatever. I hope. It'll probably be a lot of Barra in theory, but who knows? Yes. He might not even show up on it. Um, and again, if, if Hitler won, does Barra even exist, or is he a figment whatever, of our own man? Exactly. Imaginations. Uh, I heard you were into making sausage. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, support us on patreon.com slash probingancientaliens. Uh, you get at least two exclusive podcasts per month. One of them is Adventurous Ghosts, our Ghost Adventures podcast, where it's pretty much the format of this show, but it's Ghost Adventures instead of Ancient yeah. Aliens. So uh, we have a lot of fun doing that show, talking about paranormal evidence that is right. primary par- paranormal evidence that's cataloged as opposed to all this historical whatever stuff. But um, interesting that on a lot of these podcasts, again, a big topic is the merging or lack thereof of the paranormal slash UFO world, ufology yeah. world. So, um, but yeah, we uh, will release some things early on there, but every month you get Adventurous Ghosts and you get a Probing Deeper episode where we go deeper into some subject in the ancient astronaut theory, conspiracy, whatever world, uh, like the afore, uh, before, before, aforementioned. Right. Um, the Cosmic Secret Review discussion, right? We also yeah. did Jeremy Corbell's Skinwalker, or Hunt for the Skinwalker film right. that came out the month before. So um, there's about 20-some episodes of content on there where... 
Uh, try it for five bucks. Let us know if you like Get it. it. Give it us comments. Um, and uh, we've we've literally used that money. We actually shit needed that tonight. Buy our tickets. Yeah, exactly. uh, we bought the hotel room. Yeah. Uh, but get those but super, super early bird prices. Right. Uh, for contact in the desert. So we'll be using uh, your much appreciated Patreon dollars to support our event travel, which is great. So because then we make more content for you. Well, we're all, like Steve's saying, we can probably get it like six or seven pod podcasts out of. The contact in the desert. Yeah, uh, if we buy these DVDs and do the the talkovers and such. Yeah, yeah if we buy Blondage one through seventeen and where the girls aren't one exactly. through five, we'll have a yeah. lot of content. Oh, my brother will join episodes. for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter at Probing Aliens. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, I usually have an alien voice going on right now, so oh, it's yeah. weird hearing okay. <laughs> my own voice. Well, Groven Sake says this is awesome. See you next time for, for sure. sure. Thank, Thank you for joining. joining. Groven Snake, uh, my grandpa's Chinese snake group. And, and was the, the giant leaping one that I could only tame with my mouth. At least that's what it told me. So, um, um, let's see. Groven Secret. Listen to Beer that Drunk That on the same podcast services as Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, and again, again, listen to, to not, not again, again, listen to Promotions on Spotify and tell us how that experience is. Oh, you read the email where Spotify said how to promote your show on Spotify? Yeah. yeah. Talk, Talk about, about it on your own, own show. show. No. <laughs> Fuck yourself, Spotify. Hey, it worked. <laughs> uh, listen to through the loop. Spotify.com slash somewhere in the and love you right. <laughs> Hi, Lawrence Sprague. I love you, sweetie. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, bye.